All right. Good evening, everybody. How are we doing tonight? Good. Good. Uh, of course, we got our guest coming on. We'll introduce here in a bit. Eric, good to see you. Eric's a fan of ours. He's on just about every <laughs> Wednesday. Hey, Eric, I didn't forget about you. I still got your sling here. Why don't you text or message <laughs> me your, your address so I can mail it to you? Tell you what, Jamie, if he can wait, uh, I think my wife's going to be up there next week. Okay. He's impatient. He's really impatient. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> no, I know. Anyway, then I, she can just bring it down. We see Eric and his wife quite a bit. Hey, Vance from Georgia and Brian. Hey, fellow MVE. Yeah, I love that one. That's my favorite right. one every week, Brian. Don't ever hey, stop. Hey, Dan, that, good to see you here again this evening. We're just getting started. Been a few. Uh, I think Dan's been busy out shooting, though, so we'll, yeah. give, him a, we'll give him a pass only. Gun nut. Like a gun crazy, right? <laughs> All right, let's get this show. You know what, Naomi? I'll put this up here, and if you would like to read it, because I don't think you have it memorized like us by the second. Yeah, I didn't remember, <laughs> remember last week. I forgot it, though. I made a yeah, fool. Yeah, why don't we have you? That's how we start out every single show with the Second Amendment. So the Second Amendment says, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Hey, Perfect. just like a pro, you did it. No problem. <laughs> you know, I had, I got to tell this little story. When I was an NRA rep, I was on the radio, and I actually got asked, what does the Second Amendment say? You know, and I'm like, you know, right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. No, what's it say? This guy called me out, and good for him because it made me memorize it after that. Yeah, right. <laughs> 27 distinctive words. So I've never forgotten that. A1 cat, one shot cap. Good to see you there. Eric Newley's whenever is fine. So there you go. You got All right, go. Eric. Awesome, buddy. Well, Jamie, why don't you start us off with uh, introducing our guest tonight? Yeah, yeah. So we got a guest tonight, Naomi. Is it is it Chafee? That was right. That? Chafee, first time. Okay. Okay, I used to be a big skier, so I know who Susie Chafee was. She was a chapsticks the skier gal. So. I'm not related. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but yeah, we got her. She's got her own podcast called Constitutional Chafee, and you can find that where Naomi on Facebook and where are you? Yeah, where, so what? we're on Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So I got a right. lot of resources okay. for you there. Okay, and Naomi, I gotta let you know, you didn't think you'd have any. We just picked up a viewer on your channel. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Good, good job. <laughs> oh, so, so before good. before we get a little deeper into that, I'll just let everybody know what, what we got coming on tonight. Like we're, gonna, we're just going to introduce Naomi here and then what she's uh, what she's up to and what she's into and doing. And we're going to go over the she's uh, she's going to be a, an attorney. So we're going to be going over the New York uh, Rifle State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin case, a landmark landmark case in our Second Amendment rights. And we're going over measure. 114 that's going before the court there in, in Oregon. And Clay's going to change it up a little uh, after we do the two-way bullet points. He's Instead of the uh, Clay's Commie Company this week, we're going to be talking those darned NRA compromisers. We're going to talk about that if, that, if that's really true or not. And then, of course, we're going to have the happy ending. So, Naomi, I didn't mean to interrupt that. Why don't you tell everybody more what you're doing? Where, do you, where are you going yeah. to school out here to be an attorney? And, and what made you decide to start up your, your podcast? Yeah, so I'm going to be taking the LSAT here in January, so I'm going to be going to law school next, so next um, next fall. I'm not sure where, it depends on, I mean, my LSAT score, um, but I was a philosophy major pre-law, um, so it was super interesting, you know. I, th I think, too, with all of this, you know, it makes you, because I, I was not always very conservative. There was a point where I was liberal, but once I started actually challenging my mindset and, like, mm -hmm thinking, why do I believe what I believe? That's when I became conservative because it made me think, right? 
Um, so yeah, that so happened I, to you a lot sooner than it does most people that turn into conservatives. Yeah, so right. I congratulate you on that. Lucky. Yeah, go on. Um, but yeah, so I have this uh, podcast called Constitutional Chafee. And as someone that loves the Constitution, the history of U- the United States, um, and how we came from England and all that kind of stuff, that history is super important to me. So I love that kind of stuff. Um, so the podcast goes over politics, news, government, and I'm writing a book right now, actually, that's going to be going over freedom of religion, um, how we came from England, looking at the Church of England and how that spread throughout the colonies and how there was a bunch of religious discrimination between between denominations. And then how that led up to the Constitution, to the Bill of Rights, to separation of church and state, and then all of the Supreme Court cases that deal with um, freedom of religion, just because it's, it's really important. And I mean, you see this with the Second Amendment, too, that a lot of these amendments have to be based in U.S. history and tradition. Mm-hmm. So if people don't know the like the history and tradition of religion within the United States, and how can they correctly interpret the Bill of Rights? So that's sort of what I'm doing. That's sort of my spiel. The well, Real quick, was the was the Magna Carta, the England's Constitution, or their Bill of Rights? You know, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm not so much on on their actual government system. I'm more of looking at the Church of England. It was just a question that popped into my head. I I, I don't know. I mean, I can Google it. (laughs) I think I think the Magna Carta was their bill. Don't don't Google it. Brave it. Switch over to brave brave. it. Don't Google. Don't Google. Yeah. (laughs) Google's guys. Basically, I can tell you the Magna Carta. It was, uh, I believe, King John of England. Uh, Don't quote me on that. But that was something that was around uh, 1200, 1215. Um, and, and so it does. It comes from over in that royal charter is what that comes from. And, I, you know, we did use a little of that. We took a lot from it, but just a little history. And so, And I could look up the detail. Just that's off the top of my head. Because I, I think remember. that was the last time the Magna Carta guaranteed Englishmen their right to own guns. But, of course, they yeah. changed it. Yeah. That's a, that, was a, that was a living constitution there. Uh, and I hate that term here when they say we have a living yeah. constitution. I know. It is not. It's only been amended. Think about it. You know, 27 amendments. One was, of course, uh, rescinded, the, the, basically the Halstead Act. We got yeah. rid of that and brought back alcohol sales. But So really, though, it's only been amended 17 total I know. times. We, we had the first 10, 17 total times, guys, in over 250 years. I know. Uh, it's they, not they an easy to, document to change. I know. Well, they try to use the term like living document to Ugh. change like the foundation and the standard mm-hmm. at which our country was founded upon. So I'm like, I would not call it a living document. Like that's no. just a little weird to me. So I got yeah. a question for you, uh, especially with the age difference. I've been graduated for over 30 years. When I was in school, we did have some teachers that would reference the constitution as the living document. Yeah. I didn't hear it so much after that. Did you hear that while you were in high school? You know, not away really. I don't even think like I, I remember the only time we really ever talked about the Constitution was in my was in eighth grade in high school. I really don't think we talked about it at all, um, mm, at least to my sad. recollection. I know it's really weird that you'd think that with something that's so important to the foundation of our nation and society that we'd, you know, right. know more about it. I mean. It's so funny how like people can't even name the three branches of government. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh... I'm like, no, I don't know how these people have the same um, vote vote as me. Like, how can how can my vote and their vote be equal? Like, it's well, just a little weird. I got two sons right now in what I call government indoctrination public schools because that's what they are. Yeah. And yeah. I cannot stand the government history teacher right now in Lemon, South Dakota. She knows it, so she's listening again. I don't really don't care. I still yeah. think the same of her. 
she she couldn't even name to me this is the thanks person who's supposed to, yeah yeah thanks for listening <laughs> i think someone told her because she called me out on i really don't care but and i can't wait till parent teacher conferences again anyway <laughs> she you know she couldn't even tell me uh the difference between a you know does the united states have a democracy or do we have a representative republic i she know said, yep. she said democracy wrong I know. Look yeah. at who she listens to. I'm sure news sources. Well, uh, I know. I heard Merrick Garland say it again today. Again, I heard it the several democracy. times a day when that lion commie was talking. Uh, boy, they <laughs> hammered him. They hammered him. <laughs> you know, uh, you know right. that kind of reminds me, though. You know, what Merrick Garland, you know what's coming, don't you? Here's, yeah. what, I think of, here's what I think of Merrick Nasty person. <laughs> I, was already doing it. I, was, I was already doing it, Clay. No, you knew that. what I was going after. That's why I said, oh, because so I hit the button when you did it. Well, right here, guys. This is the Democrats' uh, brand new mascot. <laughs> Oops, I didn't stay up. There you go. The new mascot. Oh, Democrat. that's that's good. Got I like the hammer that. and sickle right there on the hip. So. This is nice work. Clay. You didn't know you were in for this, did you, Naomi? So <laughs> you know, this is great. This is great. Real quick before we get into to brewing here, I got to say, um, a gentleman stopped in <clears throat> my place of employment here, and we and we all signed the petition to stop property tax. Good. And he Good. did say he listens to the show on K Fire. He loves it. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. Good guy. Um, and he'd stop back in today. There was something on my bench, and I said, "What's this?" And he said, "The guy with the property." He dro- so he dropped it off. It's uh, a flyer here. Protect your community, protect your property rights. There's going to be a rally this Friday, September 22nd at 5.30 p.m. on the North Dakota Capitol steps. Wow, so, I'm going to that. Yeah, That's protect really property rights, no CO2 pipelines, the women at domain. So, yeah, Amy, uh, why don't you uh, uh, take a picture of that email to me, and I'll okay. try to get it up here before okay. the end of the show. See, you know, yeah. only if my computer was an Apple, I could have did this, but I always got to use my phone because I'm not real handy with the... <laughs> computers with clay here. So, so Matt Simons is uh, Matt just chimed in. Garland is no different than every other beta who tries to big dick <laughs> the second and he gets he is a beta too, massive you know, beta. Big time. You gotta remember guys, Obama wanted this man as a Supreme Court justice right before you know he was leaving office. And they too. at least the, the Senate at least did the right thing then and would not hear it. They didn't even put it up for consideration yeah. for approval. Thank goodness. Otherwise, this man would be on the Supreme Court. Can you imagine what what the difference that would have been? Remember, he was crying when they when they wouldn't appoint when they wouldn't approve uh, him in the yeah. Senate. He was bawling. So now he's the Attorney General. Oh, and what an arrogant dick! That's the oh, only word yeah. for it. He, yeah. he's very. He's I don't very know if you got arrogant. to watch any of that today. I, I off and on I was busy today, but I did get in and I see it a few of these things. Telegram, you Clay. Uh, okay, thank you. Yep. But yeah. So we better we better get back to Naomi. Yeah, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let you and Naomi kick this off on brewing. So, well, of course, uh, you know what brewing is, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Brewing versus the state of New York, and I mean, what a monumental thing! I knew this was gonna be huge. A uh, Heller was great. Oh, but absolutely. This just that that just affected the the DC really area. Yeah. And uh, McDonald versus Chicago too. Don't forget yeah, that. Yeah, that All of these good. decisions, guys, have that's the only reason we've been able to fight this back. Mm-hmm. And when we get into this Oregon anti ballot, anti gun ballot, oh, yeah. it's going to go right down the lines of Bruin. And absolutely. if we get time and we get into my little two A bullet point, we're going to see in Montana where it's going to be referenced. Guys, Bruin was huge. It was as yeah. big as, as far as I'm concerned, it was as big as Roe versus Wade because it sent the message loud and clear from the Supreme Court that the Second Amendment is solid. Those 27 words are individual rights. Yeah. 
and that a government can't infringe on them because they don't like the way things are or they don't like what's going on somewhere they yeah. don't like one political party or the other yeah. it is a solid 27 word statement of our rights and uh, this is just killing them guys so go name naomi i'll let you talk a little bit about it so I think I think the most interesting argument when I hear the Second Amendment is like, oh, this is supposed to be just for like military National Guard. I'm like, <laughs> like you realize when they're talking about militia, you know, via the American Revolution, they're talking about individuals that came yes. together. So if you take away the individuals, you're, then you don't have the Second Amendment. So I just don't understand how people in general try to try to make that argument. So you know what I say to that, Naomi? What? Clay and I have said one, long ago when we started the show, and I've, I've said long. So let's just let's just say somebody says that to you, right? Well, the, the militia, that's the National Guard, right? <laughs> so then just tell them, all right, so um, just say that. So the militia, let's just say that is the National Guard, right? And there's a comma, and it says the right of the people to keep and bear arms. The people. It doesn't say the militia. Yep. If the militia is the National Guard, that's fine. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, that's fine, right? Mm -hmm. But after that, the right of the people, and then the people is referenced in what, three other three other parts of the Bill of Rights? So yeah. does that mean the National Guard too? No, <laughs> it does not. It does not mean that. So I didn't, okay, go right. on. I just had to inject that because I, I well, love saying that to liberals. Absolutely. You know, and they always go on that tangent. It's just like freedom of religion. And they, and they say that there's a separation of church and state. There is no separation of church and state. Thomas Jefferson mentioned those words, mm -hmm. but yep. not in the context that they're talking about. He was talking about how there's no, there's a separation of church and state. Therefore, there can be no state religion of denomination. Yep. Yep. But the basis of religion, honestly, in their minds, and there, there's tons of things about Jefferson and our founders talking about, is we were founded in Christianity. Yep. And they don't like to admit that. If you go back and look through all of the yep. references and documents and what was written down, it was the denomination, it was, or not denomination, it was the Christianity religion, yep. original Christianity, but no denomination specific because yep. they just came from that. They yep. just come from that, and they did not want the Church of England. They didn't want to be squashed down, and that's what was happening. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm like, I'm doing a bunch of research specifically on this topic right now, and it's very interesting looking um, at, like, state constitutions, what they said in oh, regards yeah. to Big God time. and Christianity and the Church of England. But a lot of these states, especially because John Adams had Massachusetts, and he's like, oh, this deist guy. Look at the, look at the state constitution, <laughs> the state constitution for Massachusetts, and how, how often God and the church was mentioned and how it should be an integral part of society. And then the constitution that was based off of that. So I'm like, like, what are you guys even saying? Well, they're cherry picking it. That's what I know, they do. I know. They're, and that's exactly how they're presenting this. And it makes, it has no basis, none whatsoever. They cherry pick it. And unfortunately, as you just pointed out, you don't hear a lot of that in school anymore. You don't I know. see things spoke of as far as constitutionality and what those amendments actually meant. Yeah. Well, this is the this is what's happening. They don't understand it, so they believe whatever they're told, and they just oh, well, there's a separation of church and state. Got to be right. It's in the Constitution. Well, it's most not. The, most well, of the yeah, it's right. in the Constitution. Never <laughs> was. Never was. Most of the most of the Bill of Rights and Constitution I learned it probably was in grade school. Actually, in high school I don't remember a whole lot of it. Yeah. But one thing when I was looking at this Bruin, um, do you guys know who Bruin is? No, I just know he because was I found that out actually. Who is the guy's name? So it's New York State Rifle and Pistol versus Bruin. So I was like, what's Bruin? Right? 
I just know the the, the win for us was kick ass. But look, right. Kevin Bruin was the guy's name. Uh, he's actually the superintendent of the. He was the superintendent of the New York State Police. And okay. that he was like, so he was the one who was getting sued because um, he was, they, he didn't require, he required proper cause for a concealed handgun permit, which these, which uh, these two gentlemen who sued Bruin um, said it was unconstitutional. And obviously yeah. they won that. So I mean, that, that's like the basis of the trial. That's, that's okay. what the main thing was. But what was awesome is when, when it actually was, a you know, one, it won six, it was six, three decision in the Supreme yeah. court. And, what was awesome after that is when uh, Clarence Thomas, what what his writings of uh, for the uh, it was his the opinion for the majority. The, yeah. yeah, that that's what that's what was awesome. So, it, and Bruin actually, what it did was extended your right to carry a gun outside the home for self defense. Yep. Right, because because um, Heller was actually just to have a gun in your home for self defense. And yeah. and, and it primarily affected D.C. Although they extended it beyond, but really the mm-hmm. decision of D.C. versus Heller was just that. DC, that 10 by 10 yep. square mile of, of a federal domain. Yep. And it didn't really translate, not like Bruin did. Bruin, yeah. Yeah. That, just cement, that just cemented it. So, Clay, why don't you, if, if nobody knows, why don't you tell everybody why, why you think Bruin is, is that significant and why it's overturning all these other gun control laws? Well, because uh, you just referenced a little bit of it. Clarence Thomas with his decision. I mean, he went Claire back Dog. and talked. What's that? Claire dog. Claire dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he just he went in there and and just basically fortified the idea that traditional use and historical use of firearms, he laid it all out. And then if it doesn't fall within that realm, then the states can't take that right away because it's a fundamental right. Yep. And you cannot come in and say, Well, like like we just saw in Oregon. She was mad, right? She just wanted to I'm just going to be queen of, of Oregon, or not Oregon, sorry, New Mexico. New, New, New Mexico, New Mexico yeah. you mean. All, all them commies. Low Jack Grisham, Low Jack Grisham. Yeah, Low Jack Grisham. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Remember you nicknamed her. Anyway, uh, and basically, they want to be dictators, yeah. and they want to dissolve the Second Amendment. Well, yeah. again, this goes back. No, Bruin says no. Even the Democrats, uh, Naomi and I were chatting about this yeah. a little bit earlier before we got on air here. Even Democrats realized how wrong she was, and they couldn't yeah. do this. Um, I, I think still that's why... say I don't think they disagree. I think they're just triangulating behind the scenes, and they're just trying to make oh, themselves I... look reasonable. But I don't, I don't, I don't trust Democrats. I think they're always snaking around to do yeah. something. I don't so. trust them. I, I think that they understand that uh, they but... can't get behind her on this. Yeah, even though they'd love to, politically, I'm sure they'd politically, love to. they know it's a political loser. That's why, because Democrats are great politicians. I'll give them that, if nothing else. But oh, they're good at what they do. I mean, so, as far as destroying things. But yeah, speaking <laughs> a little more on old Kevin Bruin here, he he actually resigned October nineteenth. He, he, I think I, I, <laughs> I didn't look too far more in, but I think it was a lot of it was because of this. So <laughs> because of pardon me, because of the Bruin decision. But and one thing I noticed, like Clay, when you said that. It, everything has to fall within the, the traditions of gun control. Now the, the debate they're going back to Democrats are trying to use this one was, do you go back to 1791 yeah. when the second amendment was ratified or to 1868 when the 14th amendment incorporated the second amendment to every state, because they know that they, within that time frame, they know some gun control was around for yeah. over a hundred years and they, almost hundred years. And they can, and they can use that as, Oh, see, look, 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 you can ban, you can ban this and, but you know, I, I was reading some stuff about it. The the, the framers actually encouraged people that they take their guns to church, and they'd set their guns there. I didn't see 
you know, while schools weren't that big of, I mean, they did have schools there, but not everywhere like now, but I didn't see any references to schools really, but I did see the one place that, you know, like, like, um, Oh, like their state capitals or whatever, where, where legislatures were in session. They yeah. did. That was one place that I did notice that they, that they barred firearms from being there, which I, I'm not well, in favor of that. I think you take it anywhere you want, but some yeah. of them barred them, but others, uh, some of even back then, they kind of did it just as a, I don't know, a courtesy, kind of like church. They they lean them outside along the church building, yeah. more of a courtesy. Um, I don't know. There was no rule against it. They just right. did it. Uh, kind of like when you go in the building, you take your hat off um, yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah, but yeah, some legislatures, and today we have it right now. Uh, you can't walk in with a firearm in our state capitol, unfortunately. Yep. Well, they had it. You could in Michigan for a while until uh, those, those, everybody <laughs> says these guys were Trump people. They weren't. They hated they weren't. Trump if you actually yeah. read their stuff. Yep. Huh. Who, who they planned on kidnapping Gretchen Whitmer, but they changed it after that. But Wow. Yeah. Even in but, South Dakota, North Dakota, both, we've tried to get that. If you have at least if you have a concealed carry permit, then you should be able to do it. I mean, I went, think about this. You go through the concealed carry permit, particularly in North Dakota, mm-hmm. you got a pretty extensive background check because it can serve yeah. as your background check for your 4473 form. Yeah. And yet, you, I can't go to the Capitol. I'm not the problem. I'm not the guy you got to worry about. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure the criminal, as you said in one of your quotes on Facebook, that the criminal is a criminal. They don't care. They don't. You know. You know what's funny just, is yeah, people that commit them. gun violence crimes. Ninety three. Hey, hey, wait, wait, wait. Guns don't create violence. <laughs> no, no I such know. thing as gun violence. Crime no, with a for gun. sure. Yeah, for sure. Crime with a gun. But ninety three percent of people that commit gun, not gun violence, but you know what I mean. Crime, crime with, with a gun. A gun. <laughs> yeah, crime with a gun. <laughs> See, there's the there's the generation gap there. Yeah, yeah. But they You're have on illegally yeah. anyways so i don't exactly. know what doing like creating these yeah. laws even the new mexico governor came out and said that she doesn't think that mm-hmm. having a ban on the guns or whatever is going to stop the criminals from obtaining them so i'm like so you're just taking them away from citizens that are following the law like what there's no logic behind that you're 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 taking away from law-abiding people already yep. and to me the law-abiding people and that's been proven john lott jr i'm sure you've read some of his stuff that guy is a genius. He's he's broke down the numbers. Yep. He's proven that where people are carrying, less crime occurs because they they're not it's not a soft target anymore. Or they can prevent it by pulling their their service firearm or the concealed firearm, whatever it might be. It's just a proven fact that it does stop and detour yep. the kind of gun crimes that you're seeing. It just yep. does. Clay, I'm going to, we're, we're 24 after. I'm going to yep. do a commercial and come back. And we got Go some comments it. piling up here. Let's hit on them. Sounds good. All right. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. 
Hey, there it is, right there. Lal there. Founding sponsor of ours. We can't thank them guys enough. So yeah, we got quite a few comments. I'm gonna start off with Zach Meyer. Hey Zach, let me know. I think you got your sweatshirt. Thank you for the purchase. I tell you what, man, we'd be a lot better off than we are with the guy in there, I promise you. I told you what position I want. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. president. And it is a vice you. president, guys. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go back through a few of these. We had quite a few come in. Uh, DJ, Doug Thompson, he comes in. He says, so do you think they'll ever get that New Mexico scum and peach? I doubt it. Nope. You don't uh, think they, so? Nope. House and nope. Senate is controlled by Democrats. It won't happen. happen. I'm interested to see if anyone's going to have pushback against her because I'd be shocked. They'll put up a, 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 a front a pushback just like the, the, the Democrats. Like the purple districts out of Democrats yep. and they'll be like, we're never going to put in, but you can act like you like you're, you want her out. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, New Mexico's pretty much been Californiaized. I mean, a lot of yeah. people moved out yeah. there. It's happening in Texas. It's happening all along those, those states. We're seeing it here, guys. I hate every I time I drive down the road when I'm traveling, I see more and more California plates out here. Yep. With U-Hauls, that's not a good thing. I, I, know. I always say we need to build a wall. I like walls. They work. And then I, I'm the guy that decides who gets to come in. I know. You, you know what's funny too is California for a while had a law. I think they just they just revoked it, but they had a law that prevented anyone that lived in California from to going to any states that had any anti LGBTQ plus laws. Yeah, so they like, did. Yeah, they did do that. Yeah. I'm like you it's guys can just, stay out. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we don't want you here. Uh, Lynette, she's got in here. She says, and that's back to when we were talking about. She's Democrats stick together and Republicans are always yeah, fighting each. There's very that, much yeah. a lot of truth in that, and I can yeah. tell you why. Yeah. The Democrats, they don't care how far left and how far off they go off the cliff. Uh, they 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 do yep. stick together. Republicans, yep. there are different factions. We've got the rhinos, yeah. uh, which pretty much are within our own North Dakota legislature. We've got the actual constitutionalists. Yeah. You've got your diehard, diehard, you know, conservative constitutionalists. Uh, and I mean, then you've even got even a farther right wing of it. You truly do. Um, we're yeah. basically throw everything out. Jamie and I, you just had that discussion today with a guy. He didn't care. Nope, not going to compromise no matter what. Just sink the ship. And yep. then you're left with nothing, but uh, we're going to yeah. talk about yeah. that. Yeah, we'll later. get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, Vance has on here, uh, 25 year plus minister. I carry in church and I carry when preaching, and I know oh, that. Because uh, Vance, uh, I met him because Vance used to live up here, and then he moved back down to the south. Well, we got a bumper sticker for that, don't we, Clay? Yes, we do. But I don't know if I have that loaded up. <laughs> I'm going to have to get you one of those, Naomi. Yeah, yes, please. <laughs> oh, I I do. Here it is. We'll okay, here it, it is. <laughs> Right there. And Jesus said, if you don't have an AR-15, sell your garments and buy one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, granted. The wording's a little different. I'm sure yeah, you're familiar with yeah, that. Yeah. It's it just, oh, you want to tweak a bunch of people on the, both the, the left and the right? Mm -hmm. Just go ahead and put that yeah. on the vehicle. My daughter got, my oldest daughter got a little tweaked about it. And I go, it's a New Testament for that song. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so funny. Hey, DJ, I did not know this. He said in there that South Dakota is supposed to now be able to carry you just need to let the Capitol Police know. That's Dangerous. good to know. I didn't know they made that change, uh, Doug. So that's that's Sweet. good to know. Yeah. Once one shot say here, he goes, uh, Democrat politicians <laughs> can go to work in their pajamas now. To I, I heard them. Oh. It's ridiculous. It's like there's supposed to be a standard. These people are supposed to be representing us, the United States. And you want to go in like your like pajamas? I'm like, what that's are you doing? That's all for Fetterman. It's all for Fetterman. No. No brain Fetterman. I know. Hey, I Matt know. thinks you're right, Jamie. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate <laughs> it, buddy. Thank you. 
That's DJ say here. We'll just run through these. Hey quickly. Matt, you got a you're 100 full of common sense too, and on top of oh, being yeah. intelligent and very very attractive man. There you go. Hey Matt, meet Naomi. Naomi, meet Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh there. Oh there oh. we go, Matt. There we go. <laughs> Matt, trust me, Matt is the constitutionalist. You'll love him. Good love dude, him. Matt's a good dude for sure. So guns in the seven one, not just a Second Amendment platform, but a dating site. Right? <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. Oh, so, DJ says the AG, Attorney General, and the Sheriff are supporting it. I'm glad to hear that down there in South Dakota. Yeah. Uh, now we just need to get the word up here. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, Zach Meyer. Forty blow will decide. You know, Zach, it used I used to think that, but I tell yeah. you what, I see a lot of them guys coming here, and they don't care how cold it gets anymore. But most yeah. of them are inside. Hey, man, I tell you there. what, it gets forty blow in Minneapolis. That's full of leftists. So yeah, yeah right. that didn't. Didn't didn't, didn't uh, chase them out. Nope, Detroit. No. Nope. Republicans will let one bad board sink the ship. You're right. There yep. you go. That's a good way to put yeah. it. Way to put it. Davis, nice to have you here. Davis, again, thanks for the accommodations while we're down at the Trump rally. If you're looking for a great place, you're going to get a free plug here, Davis. Looking for a great place to stay. It's the Holiday Inn and Suites down there on the south of uh, Rapid City out there by the Loop. Can't miss it. Ask for Davis. He'll hook you up. That's the Holiday Inn and Suites down in Rapid City, South Dakota, the south place it's um i don't remember the name i think it's something like uh medical drive or something out there by all the hospital stuff but if you need more information guns in the 701 just hit us up on our email i'll get you all the info <laughs> you got a free plug davis awesome <laughs> fetterman is dave down sasquatch joke gone bad <laughs> fetterman's a what is he <laughs> this is fetterman's a shaved down sasquatch <laughs> Joke Kevin, Kevin, awesome. Kevin lives in Pennsylvania, yes. Naomi. So, oh, gotcha. unfortunately, we got Pennsylvania, we got yeah. Georgia, North and South Dakota. Yeah, yeah that's wild. Night. Great, man. That oh. used to be like blue. And Pennsylvania was always like known. I was growing up as like blue collar, like these hardworking yeah. people, yeah. and now they're now they're electing um, just freaks, leftist I freaks. I and mean, Kevin. It's, I heard the bad news about the special election. Uh, the Republicans did not retake your legislature. Uh, I think they own the Senate still by five votes, but the House of Representatives is still in the hands. How close was that? Democrat. How close was that? I didn't look at the difference in the votes uh, as far as between the Republican. It's something like 28%, I think. They're done. I mean, the, that's yeah. the, I mean, that's where the country started, and these people vote yeah. for, for, for well, representatives and senators who actually hate the country. Her I mean, district, that's where it started. Her district is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's in that district, and Pittsburgh is like every other shithole city. They wrap yeah. that towel around your head, Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and I don't look for Pittsburgh. You and I have discussed this earlier uh, on a, on the episode. You can't count on Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is not the hinging state out of the yeah. six. We just need to That's win one. And I still yeah. think it's yeah. Arizona. But. That's Arizona is definitely more winnable than, than Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. In my mind Absolutely. is about gone. So, yep. Doug. That was uh that was for uh, New Mexico impeachment and the sheriff and AG. So okay, gotcha. The, he was talking about New Mexico's South mm -hmm. Dakota supposedly happened when No Noam took office. It's still kind of a pain though, I guess. Yeah, and I've discussed Noam a lot on this Second Amendment guy. She's solid. I'm not worried about Christy Noam's uh, stance on the Second Amendment. I yeah. know Christy, and she used to come to the NRA events when they cool. like we can call her up and we're friends, but. I can tell you right now, though, in the House of Representatives, she was a do-nothing representative. She was only there one term, did her two years, came back and become governor. As a governor, she hasn't been a total disaster. Right. But uh, she's not the conservative you all think she is. Just trust me on that. Yeah. 
call for more info. Well, she's a good <laughs> phony then because she punches she um, women and men's sports in the face and or men and women's sports. She, and like I said, she's she not horrible. warrior stuff. And I mean, I don't know what I, you're I, I'll point to this way. She's 10 to 100 times better than Bergham. Oh, she beat him in arm wrestling for sure. Yeah, Who's I mean, a better roper, you think, her or Doug Bergen? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's her. <laughs> I think she could kick his ass, tell you. <laughs> yeah, oh, probably. Cage yeah, match. Cage man, match. She's, she's buff, man. She, Christy Knowles, she does some kind of working out that uh, she, she looks And I know a lot of people are going bicep. down a different rabbit hole, but I know a lot of people yeah. talk about her as a vice presidential uh, choice for Trump. I'm oh, sure man. she's on the list, but I can tell you right now, and, and I've told everybody why. There's no reason for him to pick her because South Dakota is going Trump, yeah. plain and simple. Yeah. He needs to have somebody from one of them six states to try and pull those electorals. Yeah, that that's just the, that's politics. I've been doing this since I was in high school. I can tell you right now, the smart money would be to find somebody of her caliber if they can find wow. her. Now that that's yet to be seen. So we'll see. Uh, so, it's a long ways. Knowing, <laughs> knowing how people are these days, Clay, um, and and these swing states that we need, I think there's enough male voters in Pennsylvania that think Christy Nome is so hot that they would vote <laughs> and put well, Trump Nome over the top in that state. And, and I'm I, serious. And I, and I, I, and Eric just said this, and he, okay, I'll give you a great example. She got in because she's easy on the eye. Oh there, my gosh! <laughs> there is a lot to that. Stephanie Hurst. Oh, absolutely. Ran. In South Dakota, she was a carpet bagger. She moved back from where she was at out on the East Coast. She come back out here, ran in South Dakota, and won because she was an attractive woman. She really had no policy. She said nothing. Sorry, that's, that's the only that's, reason she won. That's true. Yeah. And when I talked to people, I like, why did you vote for her? Oh man, she's hot. Like look at Gavin Newsom. He, Gavin Newsom is he's a he's a his twisted brain and logic in mm -hmm. my opinion, but he's a he's an attractive man, you know. I'm well, confident. Speaking of an attractive man, that. Matt <laughs> says hi, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it. I love, I love it. it. <laughs> Matthew Simon, oh. Martha Bismarck. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So let's uh, let's get into this uh, measure one fourteen in Oregon. Yeah. shall we? So do you and, know uh, what measure one fourteen is, Naomi? Yeah. So I was looking into it. I think like a start big, on it. A, a yeah, big go for difference it. that I'm seeing between like the other court cases with the Second Amendment versus this one is this one is not. It's not. It's 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 the shall issue versus the may issue because mm -hmm. the the shall issue does not discriminate from people from getting the license but the may issue does so with this shall issue i think it's legally compared to the other court cases it's fine in that regard but what's happening in my opinion is that they have so many obstacles in place to get a gun that it's unconstitutional in that regard in my opinion mm -hmm. yeah i agree Everything. So let's go through a few things here. Um, what they have, what this, what's in this measure 14, yeah. just to give a little background yeah. quickly. And it was narrowly approved by voters last November. And I can tell you, there was like six districts that voted yet that put up like around Portland and these other big leftists. The rest of the state voted against, voted it. against it. So yeah. the big cities, again, the tails wagging the dog here. Mm -hmm. um, the measures contentious edicts have yet to be, really be enforced though a federal judge declined to issue a temporary straining order halting enforcement of the measures ban on large capacity magazines gun owners have seen more success in legal challenges filed in the state court which kept the mag ban and new permit to purchase scheme from taking effect until the issue is finally decided well guess what that day's coming 
right now here in this Harney County, uh, Oregon. And the judge here was Robert Rashigo. Rashiko? Is that how it? R-A-S-C-H. I, I don't know I, how he I pronounced that. I don't know names who, today I can't pronounce. I, yeah, and I don't know who appointed him. I didn't I didn't look into none of that stuff. But here's some of the stuff that measure 114 is going to require. Um, for Oregonians to obtain a permit to purchase a gun, applicants must pay a $65 fee, submit photo ID, be fingerprinted, pass a background check, and complete approved safety training. Police chiefs, county sheriffs, or their designees are the permit quote permit agents under the measure and would have 30 days to issue a permit so like naomi was saying this is going to be well let me, let me think about giving you that or not here i'll let you know in 30 days if you yeah. get it to renew it it'd be another 50 so this is like a poll tax to me right when you're paying for your permit yeah. you got to pay to pay to exercise your civil right state police are required to maintain a searchable electronic database of permits and report permit data the sale and transfer of firearms to a person without a permit would be a class a misdemeanor under the law it could be a felony if a repeated offense measure 14 also prohibited the manufacturing importing purchasing selling possessing using or transferring of magazines capable of holding the magic number of 10 rounds um, which is a magical number to the democrats you, apparently you can't um, kill people with 10 rounds except in uh in the high school down in in florida <laughs> where that scumbag went in there and murdered 17 people and wounded 20 more with 10-round magazines in his evil AR-15 rifle. Yep. The restrictions were supposed to go into effect 180 days after the law's passage. Oh, we got even more here. Oh, whoa, this is sweet. I always love this, too. Law enforcement and armed service members, the only ones, were exempt, exempt in addition to those who already owned or inherited the magazines for use on their property at shooting ranges or competitions for hunting or while transporting them to a permissible location. The, hmm. So Oregon, you know, we got uh, the Tifa gang there and BLM no. burning down the city, beating the hell out of people. I mean, if you ever look at Angie or uh, Andy knows videos on X, um, the Antifa's pretty much running freaking Portland, doing whatever they yeah. want. Yeah, and, is that where they had that non-autonomous zone or whatever it was? Was that? Uh, that was Seattle. They had that in oh, Seattle yeah. and okay. Oregon, and and I mean, they took over like police stations there. I mean, Can you imagine if we'd have done that. Oh Christ! Oh yeah. my goodness! The mega rebel tyrants are out there. We better yeah. send in the guard and everybody and bomb them. So we talked about brewing, right, you guys? And 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 in order for something to pass legal muster, constitutional muster here, it has to go into with the traditions of of gun control over the year or since the ratification, right, in seventeen. So we talked about magazine capacity bans. I'm pretty sure that's not going to pass. Yeah, that I don't see why that's even in there. That doesn't right, make sense right. to me. Like, why I don't you... remember anywhere reading or seeing or hearing anything about the founders and framers talking about a permit to purchase a firearm. I mean, I they built most of their own damn guns back then. Well, right? all, think about where all the gun companies were, were created, right? Down on the East Coast. Yeah, Massachusetts, Gun Valley over Connecticut, there. Connecticut, Gun Valley yeah. along there. Yeah. Yeah, and... <laughs> I mean, all of these things they got for this for this ridiculous measure one fourteen permit to purchase magazine ban. Um, none of this stuff. There's no way this passes constitutional muster of brew, and there's no way. There's none of this Absolutely. stuff is, is. Is I mean, the longest we've had a magazine ban federally, Clay, was was ninety four to two thousand four, right? 
Yep. I mean, it would have been the, forever if it wasn't for them compromising uh, weak spined NRA folks. Yeah, if it, if it wouldn't have been thing. for the gun control advocates of the NRA. <laughs> Isn't that what we were told today? Anyway. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's coming sure. up, guys. Stay tuned. That's coming up. <laughs> we're just, yeah, Cody, we're just warm, I hope you're listening. Warming up in the bullpen here. But, uh, yeah. So they they mentioned here too, Naomi. Like we said, they're, they're trying to they're going to try and bring this back here to to the to the ratification, seventeen ninety one or maybe eighteen sixty eight. Which, even if they go to eighteen sixty eight, any gun control laws then were were, were basically um, racist against black people, so they could keep I them know. from owning firearms, right? Yeah. I mean, if you ever watched anything from Coleon Noir, that guy's awesome. I mean, he he, like he puts him. that together perfectly. How how all gun control is racist. Uh, but um, it, yeah. it 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 uh, so this old, yeah this judge Rashino he's already ruled in favor of course of the of granting a restraining order and they're going to take this thing to court uh, yeah. and, and and hopefully hopefully it gets overturned here Rashino said he will focus on the text of the measure as it applies to Article One Section Twenty Seven of, of of Oregon I mean I don't know if you guys want me to read this thing I'll just read a little part of it here oh, it's Article One Section Twenty Seven of the State Constitution which Naomi was saying. State constitutions are actually our our state constitution is actually better than the Second Amendment. Yeah, North Dakota, Dakota has a better one actually. Yeah. So Oregon states the the people shall have the right to bear arms for the defense of themselves and the state, but the military shall be kept in strict subordination to the civil power. What? They're different. I thought I thought gun rights was was the National Guard. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, that that constitution doesn't even sniff how good compare ours is way better here yeah. in North Dakota than that. But yeah. I mean, and and of course the judge says the question is whether or not Measure One Fourteen is facially constitutional under the Oregon Constitution, which I I seriously doubt it is. Yeah. Unless this yeah. guy totally changes his mind, which it doesn't sound like he's gonna. Yeah. And he said he doesn't want any arguments from from the where the heck was that from the was it from the, the uh, state basically basically it's an arnold versus uh yeah Kotec, i believe trying to use emotional appeals like yeah. it saves one life kind yeah, of thing and he did he said he made it very clear when he was ruling on this in favor of the plaintiffs he said i want to make this clear that it is he's not interested in hearing the state to try and justify new restrictions through emotional appeals i mean he made that really really clear so he, That's awesome. he, he's he's yeah. sending a big message. The state better come with some really good mm-hmm. facts based yeah. in factual information, or he's going to rule against them again. And he's going to rule. Which Naomi, correct me if I'm wrong here, but didn't Bruin um, the gun cases used to have what they call it? Like a, I'm, I want to say a double standard, but that's not what they called it when they re, when they were making rulings on Second Amendment and gun uh, gun control stuff. Um, strict scrutiny is what they called it. Yeah, and yep. it was almost yep. more. It was a it was a more strict scrutiny as they called it to mm-hmm. to make it they like they appealed emotionally like why well, we think this law I mean it might be unconstitutional but man it's going to save a bunch of lives which it didn't and Clarence Thomas anyway. said that in there right he said there's not going to be the Second Amendment's not a second class r- civil right it's just as important as the First Amendment yeah. no more of this uh, double scrutiny stuff yeah. right. You know, one thing I don't understand, too, is like if we look at all of the states, you know, that have like a lot of gun violence, even if you enact these gun Listen, I've cracked myself. I've learned it already. We'll, we'll get you trained. We'll get you trained. It's like yeah, it's illegal do. alien, not migrant. 
Yeah. Illegal yeah, alien. Yeah. yeah. Gun crime. Yeah, we'll get you. Yeah. We'll get you but even enacting all of these laws to try to prevent gun crime, they don't work. So I don't even know, like, why at this point people are even trying to enact laws when it clearly shows throughout history. It just does not work. Right. So I can tell you why. Why? Why do you think? Because they just don't want you having guns. Because they, no. I mean, there's always, like I said, I'm not sure that, uh, uh, you know, the boogaloo is ever going to happen. But yeah. there, there's always the chance, and they know that. But when we don't have guns, there's no chance of that happening. And they will do whatever the hell they want. Well, and, and I guess I look at it like this, and I've been saying this. Uh, one of my favorite terms, Jamie, is what commies, right? This isn't <laughs> yeah. a joke anymore. As far as I'm concerned, the I'm Democrat National Committee is the Democrat National Communist Party. They, they have been taken over by the... Com- we went way beyond socialism at this yeah, point. Yeah, you had your thing there in the beginning, the... What's should that? have been a blue pig, actually, not a red one. A but. blue one, yeah, it should, should. <laughs> but getting back to that is this is about control. It's just like China virus and the whole masking and all this. Yeah. It was about conforming, control, and what was my third one now? I always forget now. Darn it. Oh, you're compliance. like Rick. Uh, yeah. You're like the governor of Texas there, yeah. Rick. Compliance, control, Rick or com- yeah. compliance, conformity, and control in that order. And that's what this is about. They can't take control of a populace with with its arm. Every single nation that's went down this road, what's the first thing they try to do? Except they don't have a constitution or a rebellious Mm -hmm. populace. Mm -hmm. Try to disarm the people. Ask the Jews how that turned out in in, uh, Germany. Not so good. Well, you know what they'll say to you on that one, Clay? What's that? Well, they tried to fight back in the ghetto of Warsaw, and they just all died. So, But I'm like, yeah, okay. They held the German, they held the, the Wehrmacht back for like 30 days with their own guns. And guess what? Um, if if I'm going to get killed anyways, you damn right I want to get my, I want to get me some before they're going to get me. And that's exactly oh, yeah. what they did yeah. for and 30 where, days against the most powerful army in the world at the time. Yeah. I think that they, you know, I really do think that the other side, you know, they made China by 2020 was their move. I mean, that yeah. was, I, I thought it was a trial run, but it was the move. Yeah. And we're starting to see it recirculate like again in different aspects. I mean, yeah. we've been hit so much in the last three to four years. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, they're not going to quit, but I think they underestimated us. We yeah. have people out here yeah. in flyover country. We, we didn't comply. We're doing some good for, pushback for sure. I, I yeah. like it, man. We're going we to, did. Uh, and we're organizing. They don't like that. That's why they're trying to classify us as terrorists. And MVEs. MVEs. MVs, yeah, MVs, right there in the Homeland Security <laughs> documents. All right, we're gonna, we're, hey, we're at ten to eight. Yeah, we're wow. gonna do our double ad here, and then when we, we come back, them. Clay, we're gonna, uh, we're Let's gonna hit, hit some into comments. Yeah, we'll hit There's the comments. Bunch. Then we're gonna do some two-way yeah. bullet points, and then Clay's gonna tell us what a bunch of spineless, gutless um, organization the NRA is. So. <laughs> Hang, hang tight in there. Cody, I hope you're listening, buddy. And if you are, I want to see some comments here in the, in the, in the comments section, buddy. Don't get mad. We're just having a little, you know, we're having some fun at the end, but we're still taking our jobs. we got to so. fix your uh, background, Naomi. We'll get you something cool back there. Yeah, we do. I know. I know. I'm working All right. on it. All right. Hey, hey, if you don't like the NRA. Nasty person. All right. Here we go. <laughs> nice. We're going to do Love our double it. out here. Thank you, President <laughs> Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. 
The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right. Yeah, and thanks again to Lauer Auto Repair down there on South Washington Street, 309 South Washington Street, right there in Bismarck, 701-258-6308. And the Blind Guy of North Dakota, guys, hit, uh, I believe the website is blindguynd.com. Wyatt and his wife will get you just set up with any kind of blind you need. And if you go in there, to, and if you patronize those businesses, Clayton, what do you want to tell them? Tell them you heard it right here on Guns in the 701, and you appreciate them as they support freedom and our way of life. Absolutely. Awesome. So one quick thing, Naomi, if you need a banner, you got to hit up this guy. His name is Rick. Yeah. I'm going to take a picture of that. Keep it up. Okay. <laughs> Rick's a true true American patriot. And I, think, I, think his, I think his daughter's in the, in the Army, actually. Too, oh, my gosh. He? That's yep. so cool. If you go in there and you tell him you know me and Jamie, he'll set you up. Trust oh, me. Oh, yeah. He'll get you a nice He's been on board there. with us since day one when we first started. This oh, thing. that's yep. so great. Banners Clay and I got back here. He made our decals. And yep. Rick's awesome, oh man. Made one, uh, you know, I'm going to get a few of these comments here. So, yep. Uh, Kevin, he, he chimed in and said, none of that special election was in my district. My district's red. And <laughs> you've got the same problem out there in PA that most of our state does in the United States. All the states got their, those heavy urban areas that go blue. And it's going to be our downfall eventually. I, I've always like said, Fetterman. We, yeah, we need to go to an electoral system just like we got for the presidency. That would solve yeah. some of this. Me and Clay have said that, right? Every county yep. every county should count as an electoral vote for yep. whatever number we, and, we settle on. But. I think we could make that. Uh, that would make it more even more fair, and then those urban areas can't take over. Love it. Perfect. Uh, Eric says that she claims to be a cowgirl because she rides a horse. You're talking about uh, uh, Governor Noem at the <laughs> yep. Buffalo Roundup. She gets all dressed up. Show the guys gawk at her because of her womanhood is bouncing up the gate of the horse. Well, I'm just telling you, it works. See, it works. <laughs> but I can tell you, Eric, I, as far as her riding abilities and her rodeo skills, they're real. She hasn't done it for many years. She's older than I am, but I can tell you that she she can swing a rope and she can ride a horse. That's well, she shoots. Uh, I've seen her at uh, the Long Range Company down there. A gun builder yep. made her a long range rifle. She went uh, elk hunting and. She hunts deer and blasts pheasants. That's what I'm saying, man. Most governors don't do that crap. No, no. they don't. Um, 
Gene, he's chimed in. He's joining us. We're glad to have <laughs> Speaking of Gene, he says, I think the writers of the Constitution just got back from Madeira. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, Gene. Gene. Oh, that's a great insight. Oh, he's yeah. got some good con. Gene's he always got good stuff. Need one more. Line. Just one, <laughs> one more, more man. Line. That's all one we more. need, and then that's it. It's perfect. Everything will be. In fact, Signs and Wonders made a banner just like this for us, and they pite. I mean, they just they pounded that out pretty fast for fast. us, so we can get it to Gene yeah. for their first gun show down there in Mulbridge. It wow. sounds like it went really, really well. So yeah. sold out. That's awesome. Perfect. I mean, tickets. Oh. They didn't sell all the tickets. Sold out. No tickets. Sold out. <laughs> No, I think they had plenty of things. All there. right, Clay, you go with these comments. You got some Vance more. Bishop, he's got in here. I was looking at a message. Republicans are as much a problem as the Dems when they spend more time fighting with each other and not standing up against the commie Dems. Well, mm. and we're seeing this fight. So right now this fight, we're going to touch on this just very quickly in Congress with the continuing resolution, which we shouldn't have a continuing re- Pass a budget. That's I your know. job. That is your job in the House of Representatives. That is your job to pass a budget. Yeah. And I, I'm with the Freedom Caucus. 8%, really? It's not an 8% cut, guys. It's an 8% of increase of spending. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. just going to do 8% less than the, off the 100% that they're whatever they're going to do. Yeah. No. And there should be no more money for Ukraine, no more money for wokeness. No. Get our military back to protecting. I know. There's a slew of things in there. So, yes, I stand with them guys. They're mm-hmm. doing their job. By the way, I called Armstrong's office. Yeah, he's... And just talking to his little uh, person that answers his calls, he's going to give him more money. How do you know they weren't big? <laughs> they might be. They might be. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> they might be. Anyway, uh, I imagine Alfred E. Newman down there in, North, in South Dakota, <laughs> he's probably going to vote for it too, there, Dusty Johnson. So, uh, guys, if you, ever, if, if you don't know, I know you're younger than us, Naomi, but look up Mad Magazine. Alfred right. E. Newman, you'll love it. It's Dusty Johnson to the T. Anyway, okay, cool. Says, yeah. Talking to a guy I work with, you can talk away all the guns in the world and violence will still oh, take mm-hmm. means take take away all the guns in the world and violence will still exist. The sick, weak hearted will still commit violence yep. with whatever it, exactly. And we made a t shirt for Todd Mitchell about this and it was oh. fun, but it's a rock and it says the first assault weapon. The original yep. the original uh, the original yep. assault weapon. And it's a rock, although I added a little buttstock to it. Yeah. Extended magazine. Thirty round assault clip. <laughs> <laughs> We had some fun with that one, but it, yeah. it rocks, sticks, whatever. People who yeah. are, are, are they're going to do evil things because there's evil people in the world. I mean, genocides were committed with bow and arrows and swords. So I know. Yeah. I know. Anybody naive enough to think it would never get back to that point is, I mean, I mean, in the seventies, um, year of the year of the machete it was a book. Eight hundred thousand. Um, I can't remember what province in Africa. They murdered 800,000 people in the Civil War in one country there in one year. But just with machetes. Oh, my just with machetes. Yeah, brutal. That'd be brutal. Brutal. Uh, Gene says he's going to try to get more tables in that room. So that's good to hear at the gun show. Vance Bishop, I love this. I want my F-35 that I paid <laughs> for me, too. I, I, I yeah. Really? They, they lose an F-35? Are you kidding me? But they're going to lecture us about how we can't, we're not responsible enough to own AR 50s, but they lose an $80 million fighter jet. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe for a minute. Uh, There's something funny about UFOs got it. UFOs got a shot of tractor beam. Yeah, right. (laughs) Gene Cox says we're at 33 trillion debt, almost got rid of energy independence. Yeah. And Joe is partnering with China to fight climate change and big old smiling. Exactly. This is, this is where we're at now. These are the things that are on, uh, 
Sleepy Joe's mind. Come on, man. You want, Gene, you want to do some push-ups, man? <laughs> could fall over on his bike and hit his head with his helmet. Uh, Eric Newman says, that makes my last name look bad, Alfred E. Newman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, nothing like Alfred E. Newman. I'm going to just start calling day. Eric Snake Pliskin. Can I do that? There you know, we go, Snake with them Pliskin. Snakes. Do you know what we're talking about there? Snake Pliskin. Escape from New York and escape from L.A. Kurt, all right. Go go find that. I'll, I'll Google it. Yeah. Kurt Russell, you'll love it. They're good movies if you ever got time to sit down and watch. Snake's, yeah. uh, snake that takes no no ass from the government. From anybody but they got him doing something. <laughs> I, I, love I, the, I won't tell you the ending, but you'll love the ending of Escape from L.A. Yeah, I yeah, kind of long for that. Probably one of the best do. endings of every movie. Hit that movie. button. Yeah, if there anything, skip to the last 15 minutes of that one. And, and all. <laughs> it's Kurt Russell, if you don't know, in real life, Kurt Russell's a, a Republican. So he's conservative. Pretty, pretty, pretty conservative. Pretty conservative. Yeah, that's a lot like us. Gene Cox, Pliskin, classic. classic. <laughs> <laughs> call me Snake. Oh, call me Snake. <laughs> She's All right, like, Clayton. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> skip back to we can give you a whole array. Uncle Buck, Caddyshack. We got Police Academy. There are some great <laughs> movies from eight. My daughters loved Uncle Buck. We watched it oh last winter. They, they love, especially my youngest. Hey, She's... bug. I have something yeah. for you. Grab oh, yeah. out of the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my youngest is like hates bug, and I'm like, there you go, T. You know what a scumbag looks like. Just keep that in mind when you start dating, honey. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad I got boys. I do not envy you at all, Jamie. You've got two girls. I got two boys, so I, I'm good. Blazing Saddles. There now we're, we're all right. I'll add, that, I'll add that to the list. You've never seen Blazing Saddles. Oh man. Oh my. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you gotta see Blazing Saddles. I mean, that is. <laughs> you talk about today. That movie could never be made today. Well, no. Well, now I'm gonna watch it tonight. <laughs> Do it. I, I highly recommend Blazing Saddles. You're gonna I know you're gonna love it. <laughs> the toll booth is pretty funny too, isn't it, Jamie? Out there uh, in the old that West. one I never saw. You never saw Blazing Saddles? Oh my god. Yeah, well, you said the toll booth. Well, yeah, they're you know oh, in Blazing Saddles. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking saddles. about a movie. No, 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 in Blazing Saddles. Because <laughs> it's a western, it just makes no sense. <laughs> well, Paula play, says, whatever Great do you job, mean? Naomi. Thanks, I know. Paula. We're not letting Appreciate you. Talk you. Yeah. So thanks, mom. That's my mom, actually. Oh, and, and I want to give you some. If, is there anything you want to add to what we were talking about as far as uh, the the Oregon thing, Naomi? Um, I mean, I just I just think it's weird that they're trying to. I think a lot of guns that you that people buy are they buy private. So I don't know why they would try to create a federal regulation to infringe upon private businesses to get those people registered with the federal government. I just don't see why that that just doesn't make sense. Like the the only thing I could see would be background checks to keep back to keep um, guns out of felons' hands. But even then, I'm like, if there's a felon that committed like fraud, I don't think like I think they have the right to own a gun versus someone that went and like was a mass shooter or whatever. Think of this, so, though, Naomi. Um, of all the mass shooters, every one of them guys passed background passed. checks. Did every one of them. Really? Yeah, every one of them. I, you know, and I, I know people always, oh, I, I'm for the background check, you know, the NICS system. But like Jamie just said, every one of them passed that. I mean, it's wow. a good idea. It's, it's a good theory. It don't work, though. Right. It just don't work. That's a, and, and so, like, criminals are why? Criminals are criminals. Why? Because they commit crime. Yeah, right. So they'll just go steal it if they can't get it legal. But, you know, and like I said, the 10 round mags. Uh, so you remember the shooting of Virginia Tech with Cho, right? Yeah. 
two pistols he used, 10 round magazines in both of them, a 22 and a nine millimeter padlock, chained the door shut, and I don't know what he killed 32 people. And yeah. I mean, other than that, Paddock in Vegas was the. Yeah. And so, yeah. And yes, and they all, all them guys passed background checks. Yeah, so they always like, when they're done, we need to drink the bed. We need my background checks and magazine bands. I'm like, it doesn't work, man. And I've been and, and I've number of shows and on the radio more than once. I've made the point of mass shootings that happened with ten or more deaths and twenty wounded with with shotguns or bolt action. <laughs> I mean, they're using ARs now because ARs are probably the most damn near the most prominent gun. Right. You know, and, and it's America's favorite gun. It is. Yeah, it's America's just, rifle. It's yep, unfortunate right. that they get used for that, but they're also used to protect people's asses. Yeah. And there's plenty of stories of, of kids and houses when their parents are gone using yeah. ARs when multiple people come in. Yeah. You know, if, if it saves just one life, well, guess what? More <laughs> lives are saved every year with people with guns than people that are, are yeah. murdered with them. So, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm not trying to preach to you. I'm just. No, no. It to- I totally love your perspective on it. Absolutely. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. All right, so what do you guys want to move on? Should we move on to two ABPs here? Now, why don't you start her off with one? <laughs> yeah. All right, Clay, you want to save your? All right, uh, so it. I, I'm, it's 8 o'clock, so usually we do two. I think I'm going to go one because when we get into Clay's, I imagine that's going to go. Um, I'm going to keep it I know you're point gonna, short. But I know, yeah. Clay, but it, but it's a good topic, oh, and, and I appreciate it. By the way, before it. you get started, there's Blazing Saddles right there. <laughs> Thank you. Sound pretty handy with this, ain't I? Yeah, yeah. you are. <laughs> uh, All right, so here's my two-way bullet point tonight. It's, like I said, I usually got one or two related to gear. And deer season's coming, it's fall, uh, pheasant season, right? We got uh, MidwestGunWorks.com. They have a page on there called Manufacturer Rebates. And I don't know, I'm sure some people listening know about these. Um, and I'm just going to give you a, a sample of some of these that they have here. Browning hunting rifle ammo. You can get 20% off um, hunting rifle ammo. And that's till it started in July 1st. Actually, go till September 30th. You can click on it. That's MidwestGunWorks.com, and it's their manufacturer rebates page. You can click on all that. It's usually, I would say, on average, you know, if you buy two boxes, you're going to get an, probably 10 bucks back. I mean, they get 8 to 10. They give you good rebates on that. Browning Target, that's 25% off. Winchester Target's 25%. Um, FN, um, Fabrique Nationale, they make pistols, rifles, ARs, all kinds of stuff. You can get a um, $100 rebate on three actual virtual pistol training courses. Clay, I, I've never seen what that is, but no, hey, either. And I guarantee you, me and you probably don't think much of it because we can go shooting anywhere we want. <laughs> And say. these people buy in the city, they don't have anywhere to shoot. So that's probably be pretty cool. Yep. Um, Browning's Firearms, they got their $75 rebate when you buy any uh, qualified Browning shotgun, rifle, or pistol. And 75 bucks off, that's a pretty sweet deal, actually, I think. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's good. Um, Stevens, it looks like, oh, Stevens, I didn't know Stevens is making over and under shotguns. Now you can get a $50 rebate yeah. off of that, off of an over and under. FN57, and then this, uh, they got the, the pistol and, like, the bullpup thing. Dougie has that. I shot it. I mean, when it worked, it was fun, but it jammed a lot, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but you, listen to this. So you get $175 rebate on these things, wow. which is pretty sweet. Taurus TX-22, that's a little pistol handgun. 
not a Taurus fan. I've had bad luck. But what I, all I've seen about this TX22, it's actually made in Florida and not one in Brazil. I mean, they, they're supposed to be super reliable. Hmm. And you get three free three free magazines. And I think depending on where you live, the sucker holds like 16 rounds. So that that's a pretty sweet deal. Beretta pistols, 50 to 300, depending on what you get. I mean, you get $300 back. That's, that's awesome, man. And yeah. CZ Scorpion. I don't know if you know a CZ Scorpion is like a nine millimeter um, carbine kind of thing. Badass looking. looks awesome. Actually. I'd love this thing. I'd love to shoot one once, but Dougie hear that you need to buy a CZ Scorpion. <laughs> there uh, you go. $100 rebate. CZ shotguns anywhere from 50 to a hundred CZ. This alpha hunter. It's a rifle um, hundred dollars off. Oh, here we go. Bismuth federal bismuth. If you're a duck hunter here, five dollars per box see that's what i told you, you get four boxes um and you get 150 dollars your maximum rebate you can get so uh, take do yeah. your math right there five into 150 you know that five dollars off a box that's pretty freaking sweet yeah. not heck yeah three springfield springfield magazines i mean there's a whole bunch of them you can go view all rebated products i'm not going to go to that whole thing right. some people are probably now like this guy sucks shut up you're boring but anyway <laughs> midwestgunworks.com go there and like i said click on the manufacturer rebates and you can find your favorite gun company ammo company there's holsters on here all kinds of stuff and it'll tell you where to go and, and what, what your rebate's going to be on that so i think that's pretty sweet yeah, anytime you can cool. save money the way everything freaking costs now by all means get after Absolutely. it I was going to add the Stevens Arms, and I guess I knew this. Uh, Stevens Arms been around a long time. Joshua Stevens, uh, I just kind of looked it up here, 1864 out of uh, Massachusetts. Wow. Stevens or uh, Savage Arms actually purchased them. Uh, they actually did that in April 20, 1920. They then kind of got rid of the name, uh, but they revived it again in 1991. They still use it today for low cost rifles and shotguns. So. With a little background uh, history there on Savage Arms and Stevens and how it all came about. Because Leupold uses the name Stevens for their like lower cost optics and rings and right. Um, I'm pretty sure. I really don't know, but I got to put this one up because this came in. Do you see that, (laughs) Naomi? Listen, I I told (laughs) you my contact information, my pages. All right, he can contact me. (laughs) We can we can make this happen. I mean, I can't think of a better range day date. Man, that'd be something. Yeah, Dougie, get everything <laughs> set up, get that steel painted up. and Hey, quick question Vance wants to know, and before we go into another 2A, what does Naomi think of the strike? And I imagine he's talking about the United Auto Workers. That'd be my guess. Are you t- I'm not I'm not honestly sure what that is. I'm not really sure what that I So I don't know. The United if- Auto Workers strike? Yeah. The car manufacturer, the employees, they decided that they're a union. Of course, and uh, they're wanting. Oh, things. he's talking about SAG. Okay. Oh, he's so okay. I, I had the I wrong one. What's SAG? No, you're good. Okay. So I got some of that on my chin, but. So if you guys don't know, I'm also a part of the Screen Actors Guild. So that's like, ah, um, like okay. actors. Because I'm. Cause oh, I'm okay. Been, gotcha. Yeah, because I'm a stunt performer in film. I was in Atlanta for a year. I just moved back to Bismarck, so I'm a part of that guild. That's the reason why I moved back. Gotcha. Um, so it's it's interesting because it's like. I understand the performers and the writers wanting to strike because, you know, for like fair pay and, you know, that kind of stuff, especially with the threat of AI, totally get it. Yeah, but I, I also think at like, at what point 
do do our rights infringe upon you know the the production's rights to to have the best finances they can you know so it's that like it's sort of sort of balancing because i think the sag and writers to a certain degree are being a little bit greedy but also it's like the production companies can handle it so it's like if you want to make both people happy I don't, I don't know where that line is. I think that it's going to be going on until s- spring, at least. Um, I think I think the threat, the biggest threat, in my opinion, is AI. Oh, big um, time. I actually even know about that, and I, I don't watch many movies anymore. That, But, yeah, yeah you're well, right. AI, I did read some stuff about yeah. that, and that's, I mean, not only that's just uh, the, the screen actors. I mean, AI is a threat. to. That's what I said. In, in, in 20 years, we may not even have to worry about Democrat and Republican because the Terminator is going to be real and we're all going to be in AI's crosshairs. We've learned anything from movies. It's stuff starting to come true, and I don't like what the future has predicted in no. the movies. I hope it don't get to that. Getting back to your comment, though, about uh, are they greedy, are they not greedy, Can they, production can afford it, can't can, – affording it has nothing to do with it. Uh, as yeah. a guy who's been in business and not in sold businesses and, and done – I've been self-employed, worked for other people. I've done it all, it seems like, but – I like how Andrew Wilkow, if you haven't heard of him, uh, go yep, look him I up, have. Andrew Wilkow. He's Not in a while, I haven't. Yeah, he's no, good. He, I think he's still got a show on Sirius Radio, but that guy's a, a really good He's out of Chicago, I think, actually. Yeah, and he just, he always describes it. Labor is something you're selling. You put a price right. on it. And whoever hires you is your employer, and they have right. a price, and you negotiate that price, and that's what you go. And, and that's, right. you know, I don't think you need a third party to negotiate that. If you don't like what you're getting – for your labor, find yep. a different buyer. Yep. And right now, it's probably a buyer's market. Yeah. Um, oh, big time. Yeah. Well, you, you can get sixteen dollars at McDonald's. You know, right? <laughs> it, Which, it's just it, it's capitalism. That's how. Hey, it's and I appreciate to McDonald's being open because I like to eat lunch. So. <laughs> Another commie company, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I just I, I always like. I'm not a big fan of union, never will be. I got a good yeah. friend who's a big union guy, and uh, he he just got what I thought of that here the other day. Oh, Joe! And I well, yeah, I just I asked him flat out. I was like, "Why do you think you're worth that? What have you done to prove it?" Well, he said the company made this much this year. I said, "So I go, they had a record year this year. So when they have a a year where they lose money, can they cut your wage?" Yeah. Well, no. I go. Well, what are you talking about now? You wanted to get your pay increase based on what they made. So if they don't make nothing or they even take a loss, then you should Merit, take a Clay. loss, right? Merit. 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 I love merit pay. <laughs> yeah. I like bonuses. Do bonus <laughs> structures. On a good year, you can give bonuses. On a bad mm-hmm. year, you can't. You yeah. can keep your employees happy, treat them well. And if they're worth it, I don't believe in across-the-board increases. I've never believed in a minimum wage. Never will. <laughs> There you go. Dougie's got it. We're somewhere between 1984 and the Terminator. <laughs> I agree. Probably. I agree, yeah, Doug. I that. Oh, that's so funny. I missed. I clicked the wrong one. There it was. Yeah. That's... <laughs> so anyway, that's my take on, on unions. I thought I thought they were talking about the United Auto Workers striking. All right, striking Clay, too. Let's, let's get anyway. to that. Let's get to that. Uh, and I'm only going to do one thing you're wearing. Oh, you want to do that? Okay, we'll skip. Yeah, why? what were you going to do? I was just going to do a quick 2A, but we can save that, honestly. Yeah, I thought Friday. that was your 2A. No, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, dude. Yeah, you're going to do that instead of your Clay's comic. So, company. Montana. We'll go over to Montana. Yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah, no, I like because, this one. I like this one. Do this. Do this. This just came out September 19th, so this is pretty fresh yesterday. Montana has proposed, the Montana Department of Fish and Wildlife and Parks has proposed a new rule to ban the discharge of firearms 
in a wide array of places labeled public use sites. Here we go. Terminology, guys. Mm-hmm. The proposed rule set is now before the uh, Fish and Wildlife Parks Commission for consideration. So what this is, is essentially they want to make it so you can't discharge a firearm. You, not just a firearm. Here's what I really love. The new rule, and I'm not going to go into the whole numbers of everything here, but here's what it says. Except as posted by the department, discharge of any weapon as defined by 45-2-101 in the Montana uh, laws. They call them the MCA. You know, we call ours uh, uh Codified South Dakota's codified laws. Ours are what's I forget even what they call ours in North Dakota. MCAs but, from the Beastie Boys, but MCAs from the Beastie Boys, <laughs> such as firearms, explosives, air or gas weapons, paintball guns. You love this. The bow hunters are going to be mad. <laughs> Arrows from a bow, spears or spear guns, or an over or uh, a spear gun in or over land or water is prohibited. In public use sites. Been telling you fuds for years. Yep. Get in the game. There, you're in the crosshairs too, so, boys. You want to hear what their definition is of a public use site? Yes. A pus. Yeah. Don't. I'm not going to go with. <laughs> the, uh, that's just that's what they call it. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're thinking, Jamie. <laughs> anyway, I couldn't help it. A uh, public use site means fishing access sites, wildlife management areas, wildlife habitat protection areas, state parks. State parks affiliated lands. You know what I would wonder is if uh, you entered into something like a plots, would they consider that a, an affiliated land? Yeah. But anyway, fisheries, conservation areas, and any other lands managed by the department for public use. Well, that pretty much opens it up for public use. So it's not really for public use, then, is it, Claire? Yeah. Not really, is it? No, not if you want to have your rights. A number two of this new rule: the possession, display. Carrying, discharge, or use of a firearm in public use sites must be in compliance with Title 45, Chapter 8, Part 3, which means you can't do it. Yeah. So I like what the, essentially, I love what the guy wrote here. And his name here is uh, Wesley Robinson. He's a chair of the commission. He got this sent from the Montana Sporting Shoots, or Sporting uh, Shooting Sports Association. I can't even talk tonight. Anyway. He sent this and basically was saying, well, here's a, here's the problems with this. North Dakota Century Code. Thank you, Dan. It slipped my mind tonight. Um, number one, inadequate authority. He's saying, wait, you can't do this because you don't have the authority uh, because a firearm discharge ban directly affects the right to keep and bear arms, and the people have reserved that to themselves specifically from government, government interference. Not only that, Montana's Constitution has enshrined it as well just like North Dakota's and South Dakota's. So you have that right. We've seen Bruin, that that gets mentioned in here too. Furthermore, because of the recent Supreme Court justice's decision on Bruin, the government entity to sustain such a restriction will require showing historical analogs from the founding era, 1791, and is unlikely that can be accomplished. I love how he starts out with Bruin. How much have we talked about Bruin since that happened? Clay, real quick, who, who appointed them judges? Uh, that would be President Donald J. Trump. Who endorsed Donald Trump? I, I did. <laughs> no, a thing on your hat. Who endorsed him? Oh, the NRA, big time. In fact, it was the first time in the history mm-hmm. of the NRA mm-hmm. that we came out mm-hmm. and actually endorsed a primary wow. candidate yeah. in 2015. So the guy who nobody said was a conservative appointed judges with the most with the most with the biggest gun that have Supreme Court we've had, and, and is turning over gun control left and right. Yep. So yep. the I thought. Why would the NRA 
endorse a guy for president who compromises all your Second Amendment rights, but it turned out the well, other way. that same guy who said that, that we're going to get into, he don't like. <laughs> Ah, number two, oh. a fatal flaw that they mentioned here. The fatal flaw is it's unenforceable because it makes no exception for legitimate self-defense. Wow, you know that's a good and and they he actually in this article in this letter to them guys said, what happens if a bear attacks you, which in Montana could happen in any yeah. kind of a public use site yeah. more often than you shoot know, it. right, Clay? The bear attacks. Yeah. We, how many bear attacks have we talked about in the last three months? I mean, and we've not even been talking about them. And I've been reading them, and I'm like, wow, these things are like really picking up here. Yeah, I mean, we've had them on. Well, we were having we had them on in the crosshairs. We had stay them out on of their land. Five fifty. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> basically, bears Jay are a problem. Show in the crosshairs. Yep. And they made a great example is if you get attacked. So do you shoot it and then suffer consequences for right. fire discharging your fire? I would. There is. A, yeah. I would too. Just use spray. They also go over that it's over, it's you know, it's overboard. It's it's just it's infringement. It's a blanket archery and firearm discharge ban is a conflict with hunting and wildlife management areas, which it would be. They do they name great things in here. The slippery slope where if the rules adopted opens the door for future expansion of public use sites, and the existing ban would then spread and become additional constitutional free zones. And I've I've heard our side start calling constitutional free zone, meaning you, you're banned from you know freedom of speech, freedom of religion, Second Amendment, whatever it might be. I, I just thought this was a great 2A bullet point to put out there, let people know what's happening. Gene asked, did that come out of Missoula? I do not know, Gene. It did not say who actually put this out, other than the fact that it was the Montana Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. So there's a very good chance that's exactly where that originated. I mean, if there's anywhere that you should be able to exercise all of your constitutional rights, Clay, <laughs> it's on taxpayer-funded land. You would think, wouldn't you? Yeah. You would think. And I, I, I can think of a lot of places that you can't. That's yeah, most of them. Yeah. Most of them, man. It's, so anyway, that's yeah. my other two. That's my 2A bullet point for tonight. I like that. I like that. I, I thought you were going to use the other one with the uh, Busey, but... I was, but I, I like that, that one. one. He said it was more local. All right, so we're at eight. We're at eight nineteen. Should we? Let's, let's hold off on the commercial. Why don't you do your your your, your NRA spiel here? Well, today I heard a discussion that took place on KFYR. Uh, it was between Cody Shue and Daryl, and then I know you jumped in there with a call in the end, which I thought was a really good call. And essentially, Cody and I've had this discussion with him. You have. Get along with Cody just fine, but I'm telling you right now, he has a hatred for the NRA. He thinks the NRA doesn't do anything. They're the ones that they're they're the biggest gun control organization out there. I mean, he basically said that today. Just well, I'll tell you lunch with Giffords and <laughs> yeah, supporting all them. Guys. Mom's demand confiscation. Chuck Schumer, the whole clan. Yeah, I can tell you right now that as an employee, um, I'm a top life member. I've, I'm what benefactor and down whatever that top one is. I've been part of the NRA for a long time, going on 40 years, right? Basically, wow. almost uh, probably 38, I guess. It was I was still in junior high when I joined them as a junior member. Anyway, nice. Worked in impressive. phone banks for them. Uh, did a lot of things through high school. Was very Boot involved liquor. with the NRA. Oh, absolutely right. <laughs> I can tell you, I even became more of a member after Clinton got in there. Unfortunately, I made a mistake and voted for that commie the first time. Don't even go into that. Why? Oh, but okay. I come from a family of Democrats, believe it or not. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, he was going on about how the NRA supported the 1934 NFA, that's National Firearms Act, and then they went on to support the 1968 Gun Control Act. And you guys discussed all the way up to 1994. 
And that's where I, you know, I, I just, I, I knew I was going to talk about this tonight. So 1994, the assault weapons ban is passed. It was going to pass no matter what happened. Why was Demo- it, Clay? Tell everybody why. The Democrats owned the House, and they owned the Senate in big majorities. And, of course, President Clinton was elected <laughs> Of course, I was in the White House. You all remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and they, this, they were going to ram this through, and it was a horrible bill. I'm telling you, the original bill, and I still have a copy of it around here, would have banned 1022s. Would have banned all semi-autos that we pretty much know of or restricted them heavily. Uh, basically nothing more than a 10 round magazine was going to be allowed. It got rid of flash suppressors, folding stocks. I mean, you name it, the gamut of, of utopian gun control. Background checks for everything. Background checks for everything. Waiting Waiting periods. periods. I mean, this, this was not a good bill. And the NRA did step in there and started litigating the damage. 10 round mag cap. The biggest that. thing that NRA accomplished in that particular bill, and I mean, they caught hell and they got called, they got called commies, they got called anti-gunners, they just people quit. They still because are. they came out and eventually supported the bill in the form that got passed. They had no choice. This bill, I'm telling you, was going to pass. Marion Hammer was the president of the NRA at the time, and she caught it for that. But they got a sunset clause in ten years. That would have never happened without the NRA. The uh, magazines, we could keep them. In the original bill, you had to turn them in. Wow. I don't know. You had mm-hmm. to turn them in. We got to keep them. So if you had them before, previous to 1994, mm-hmm. you could have them. Yeah, it only passed the House by two votes. Even with a Democrat-controlled House, that's true, Gene. Wow. And that mainly was because of the things that NRA actually put in that bill, if I remember right, Gene. Uh, I was in high school then when I was working on that with, with people. I mean, I, I was kind of involved as much as I could be at that age. But this bill would have been far worse, and it would have never sunsetted. Ten years later, it sunsetted. We had President George Bush in there. Uh, he was friendly to the NRA, the N- and we had a different Congress. I, I mean, we took back the House, for crime and sakes. Yeah. And things changed, and it never it was gone. So... Let's rewind it then. So all these things that Cody was talking about today, he said, well, we would have never been at the assault weapons ban if we wouldn't have had this and this and this. Well, uh, well first of all, Clay, I'll just real quick. I'm a, Cody yeah. said um, you should have, you, you wouldn't, you no compromise 1984. No you don't compromise one down bit. Yep. That was, a, you, you never compromise. Well, and, and I countered that with saying, well, going by your, by your stance, we'd still have 10 round mags, neutered AR-15s. We'd all have waiting periods. You know, you'd wait 30 days. It, we would have everything exactly that Clay said they, they wanted would be in there if you would have took yep. Cody's position and said, you know, absolutely, here's my middle finger, sit and spin on it. If NRA would have walked away from that table and fought it, they could have yeah. fought it, they, and they could have spent a lot of time and money, and it would have not mattered. Yeah. That bill was going to pass in its yeah. current form. It, 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 they had the votes. NRA knew they had the votes. That's why they got involved. Bill Clinton would have said, "Go out on your down. ship, and we're going to punch a hole in the hull, and you're going to sink with your. You can stand on your. And you can stand on your box and beat your chest, but guess what? You're going to die, and you're not going to get nothing to come." The ten-year yeah. sunset was a huge thing. What other bills? There are very few bills that have a sunset. So what? Well, usually, you, you live. I'm going to play. Life. I'm going to say what else Cody was going to say. Cody's response to me to that was, "Well, and I, all of that would have never ever even came about if it wasn't for the 1934 NFA that the NRA supported." Uh, and, you know, he is right when he says that the NRA supported 
1934 NFA. They did. Yeah. I don't know if they did as a whole, but the chairman definitely did at that time, who's now been six foot under probably for, you know, 50. I mean, yeah. that was a long time ago. We're talking just, what, 90-some years, not quite 90 years. And I can tell you right now that the NFA was a horrible idea. Now, it hasn't changed a whole lot. Now they're trying to redefine it in the ATF of, of the Biden administration, but that's not law. It's a, it's definitely a regulatory thing that should be overturned, but that's a whole nother rat hole that we could go down. So is there then anybody we, in the NRA now, clear that was alive in 1934 in the leadership? Uh, no. But yet Cody um, is still blaming and says the NRA is the exact same that they were then, to which I said, um, mm-hmm. white people, are. do you think we're responsible nowadays because we're white for slavery back in the day? Ooh. And he said, and I no. thought that was I a said, great well, point. I'm just using, going by your standard, dude. We're responsible for slavery right now. You and I are. According to what his analogy was, that would right. be correct. Which is ridiculous because he said they don't change. They're like the FBI. They got a, they're, they're, it's ingrained now, in there, which is ridiculous. Are you familiar with the NFA, Naomi? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Basically, that was after the, the St. Valentine's Day massacres happened yeah. and had to do something. And they basically made all machine guns illegal unless you got your two hundred dollar tax stamp and you registered it. And there's a whole, you know, there's a whole thing about that. You could still have them. This is a misconception. You could still own SBRs. Them. I don't think yes, they banned F- machine guns till '86. And that's right, Gene. I was just going to mention that FDR threatened to pack the court if the NFA was challenged. Yeah, and we've heard that court packing thing already, uh, being suggested once again. But that is exact. FDR was a tyrant. I don't care anyone. FDR oh, big time, big time. Country. No, Clay, hey. he had a disease. You're you're picking on people <laughs> with diseases. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Any tyrant, I don't care what they got. I don't care yeah. color after a tyrant, I'll pick on them. Yeah. Anyway, 1968 Gun Control Act. So in 1963, we know what happened, right? Do you did, did you read about that in history books? Little thing with uh, JFK. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Bolt in the head down Dallas yeah. type, yeah. 1963. Yeah. The last good trip, Democrat president. Then Yeah. NRA member, by the way. Lifetime. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Lifetime. So he gets he gets assassinated. Well, Lyndon B. Johnson then and of course we had Martin Luther King assassinated. Right. There's a lot of things going on in the sixties. Bobby right. Kennedy. So NRA got involved with that, and yes, they were supporting the uh, Gun Control Act, but it wasn't called the Gun Control Act in 1968, but it led to that. But by the time they got to it, it was nothing like what, you know, getting around to voting for it was nothing what they thought it would be or what they wanted. And uh, essentially NRA then came out against it. They never talk about that. They were trying to, again, litigate it. Remember who owned Congress at that time? Which party was it? The Democrats. Democrats. And we had a Democrat president in Lyndon B. Johnson who was not friendly to the second amendment no so you know friendly to much of anything other than (laughs) kennedy's wife yeah Yeah. sending everyone to vietnam too he wanted that war pretty pretty bad so when when nra got basically what was going to happen and they knew this was going to happen they didn't like what they were seeing then they came out and said no we can't support this remember nra was not a political figure at that time they were about marksmanship Wow. They were about teaching kids and people how to hunt and shoot. That all was, you know, after the Civil War. That's why it was started. Yeah. So the, Union, the ILA did not exist till 1975, I believe it was. So remember, we're not even at that point yet. Yeah. So what happens is, is they do this mass mailing, <laughs> mass mail- mailing to its members saying, whoa, we do not support this. We cannot have this happening this is a bad bill now, and they came out against it. They tried to 
they did effectively get some things pushed out of that bill, but it was on its way to be passed no matter what. Um, Senator Dodd even came after them because of he said their tactics were blackmail, intimidation, unscrupulous propaganda on the Same license thing they and say nowadays about them. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so that basically it passed. We know what happened. It did pass. It was nothing. It was very watered down from where yeah. it was headed. And uh, it, it passed. 1968 Gun Control Act. So, Clay, instead of, instead of getting your head lopped off, we lost a pinky. Yeah, basically. Yeah, what would it you was rather nothing. take? Would I'd you rather, rather lose my pinky and come back to fight? Because you're going to get your head cut off either way. I'm going to give yeah. you an option. I'm going to cut your head off of your pinky. Which one yeah. you want? I'm yeah, so damn self-righteous. Just go ahead and take my head off so I get nothing in return. That makes no sense to me. And that's that, pretty much what we so heard today, wasn't it? I so, want. I see a comment. I, Matt, I want you to... After what Clay and I said, I don't understand how you can still say they're negotiating rights away. How do you, how do you, how do you compute that? I don't understand that. Well, and, and I know that a lot of this, uh, it goes back to what we were just talking about because they did come out in support of these things. What they don't talk about is... Right here, I got the paperwork. They came out against them after they figured out what a bad thing it was. And when you have a Democrat-controlled Congress and president, they got the entire thing. They can pass whatever they want. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, then, it, then it becomes a, a deal. Is, yeah, I don't like to compromise either. I hate compromising mm-hmm. because I'm always right, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just human nature. Well, that was my finger and uh, neck analogy, your head analogy. Yeah, and, and so I'm going to go in there and go, well... I know what we don't want. We absolutely can't have this, this, and this, and this. And you may have to give in on some of the things you really don't want to give in on, but you could live with, and like I said, live to fight another day and go after it when you get a friendly Congress. This is how wheels of bureaucracies work. They suck. And at that time, you couldn't depend on on the Supreme Court either. I think now... We got a big chance. Oh, the Supreme Court was yeah. controlled by leftists for a hundred years. Yes. Yeah. I think right now is the best time we've ever seen in our history in modern day yep. to reverse a lot of this. I would love now, I really would love to see all the gun groups get together, challenge the NFA, yep. challenge the 1968 gun control. Go to 1986. And by the way, NRA gets blamed for that too. But let me tell you one thing about that. that like Jamie, well, you say it better. What happened? How did they pass that? Yeah, well, everybody blames uh, the NRA and and Reagan for banning machine guns in 1986, and that the 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 Firearms Owner Protection Act was going to pass, which which actually helped out gun owners and 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 gun dealers and gun manufacturers. Middle of the night, they had a voice vote on banning machine guns. I can't remember the guy's name from New Jersey, and if you actually watch it, I think I think it actually didn't even pass, but he said it did, and they put it into the bill. Ronald Reagan signed it. it. Had nothing to do with the NRA. The NRA has nothing. What? Now to the do NRA that. gets blamed for it. Hey, the NRA supported that too, oh, and they, they did because the it didn't have that right. amendment in it. Right. They put it in the FOPA after and, the NRA was yep. done with it, and they they put it in. And there. like you said, it was a voice vote. It wasn't even a recorded. It wasn't yeah. an actual. Oh my gosh! And, they, yeah, they, and, they, and like I said, I saw it. It almost sounds like it didn't even pass the yeas. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. I'm not sure that was a yay. I, so yeah. a comment here, I agree with Vance. G, GOA stands firm. Um, I stand with the NRA, but they need, need to change leadership. I mean, from what I'm reading, Vance, yeah, over the years, I, I'm, it's hard for me to believe a lot of the leftist media on it, but it does sound like some um, not I real. I tell you right now, what did I tell you when I was there? What did I say about Uncle Wayne? Uncle Wayne's conservative as you and me. He is, but I also said it was time for him to retire. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And as far and as really was, and that was that's been seven years ago. <laughs> as far as GOA goes, uh, I've been at the Capitol, and when we have gun bills up there, guess what? Guess who's never there, Clay? GOA. Guns, gun owners of America is never there. Never guess there. Who's always there, Brian. The NRA is there on every bill. The NRA was against red flag laws here. The NRA, Luke Simons will tell you. I don't correct me if I'm wrong. Is there anybody more conservative than Luke Simons? <laughs> uh, maybe me. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Luke is very conservative. Luke, Luke will tell you the NRA was was big part of passing uh, permitless carry in North Dakota. Rick Becker uh-huh. will probably even tell you that. Rick Becker, it was his bill. The NRA was, and they fought it. Like I said, red flag was anything, any anti gun stuff. The NRA was here. They had a representative here. Um, the, the NRA is more of a, of a lobbying group to senators and, and congressmen than they are a, a take them to court group, which I'm fine okay. with. You need you need lobbyists. I'm sorry. Right. That's, that's just a damn well, way. And that's why NRA formed NRA ILA, and I believe it was 75, and that was in response to the passage yep. of the 1968 Gun Control Act. They figured, okay, we are losing our rights, and we cannot reason with these people. I mean, this was the discussion that took place at the national meeting. Mm-hmm. And that's when ILA was formed. That is the history of the NRA and why ILA came about. And uh, have they always been right? No, they haven't. Have they always backed the right candidates? No, they were playing. They were playing a chess game, and sometimes you lose. Yeah. Um, we saw it in 2000. Like I said, Trump was the very first candidate to ever be endorsed in a primary for president. First time ever, guys, wow. because they knew at that time. We had to have a candidate out there who would protect the Second Amendment. Now, Jamie, was I a Trump supporter at first? No, I, no. Hey, I, I mean, I, I went over to Trump before you did. Uh, Long before I did. Long before know. I did. Yeah. Because I didn't feel that he was conservative, and I didn't feel he was pro-gun, did I? No. Well, Clay, to be honest with you, though, um, he wasn't pro-gun. Donald Trump wasn't pro-gun. He's become way he was more kinda, pro-gun. Yeah, he was. In, he, I mean, he was out in favor of quote assault weapons bans and and and, all, and universal background checks and a few other things. But like we just said earlier, the man was president, and because of him being president and his judicial appointments, we now have uh, right. We, a we, Supreme we actually, Court and a ruling that is overturning all kinds of anti-second amendments. So, you know, I, I look back and I see uh, what people say about the NRA, and I can tell you this. I haven't belonged to one single group that I've ever agreed with everything that they've done. Right. And you never will. I don't You'll even agree with you 100%, group. Clayton. No, you and I, hell, we have all kinds right. of discussions. I mean, mostly guess for what? sure. But... We're friends, ain't we? And we, yeah. most of the time, I'd say 90% yeah. of the time, we're right there. But that's what it's supposed to be like. And, yeah. you know, if yeah. you want to not like the NRA, that's fine. But I can tell you right now, without the NRA, you'd have nothing today. Because none of the other mm. groups, none of them, have the clout, the membership. They do not have that that connection mm-hmm. with Congress to stop anything. They don't. And it's just plain and simple. So in, when, in the committee meeting that I was up in, when uh, when I, I can't remember if Cody was in there or not, but he said today, I said, the NRA's got the big hammer. And he said, well, I was mostly the people rising up and doing that. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. We did have a lot of people showing up. But guess what? When the NRA walks in the room, all I can tell guarantee, you that. all them senators in there, the congressmen, and I can't remember what committee it was, but they looked and was like, all right, the NRA is in here. You know why? Because the NRA grades them people, and the NRA's got a yep. huge voice. Like I said, the NRA swings the biggest hammer. I don't care what, what and, organization. And, and I Matt, like I see your comments, and I'll address them here quick. Yeah. But yeah. 
but well, I mean, and I was going to add to that, Jamie, and then you know who I worked for for about ten years. I was National Rifle Association, mm-hmm. and I didn't talk about about this part of it that I did as a rep, but I can tell you it's true. Um, especially when I was in South Dakota doing a lot, we had well, we were working on concealed carry and we were working on constitutional carry. I was sent to peer to talk to an individual to remind them how much money we gave them. And I was oh, sent by crooked. the boys. That's crooked. Yeah. I was sent by by headquarters to have this discussion. You know um, why they send me? Because I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a big pushover, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, um, look at your hat. Yeah, I, I just, I walked in there and I knocked on the door. and Oh, how are you doing? They knew me there. I said, well, I don't think it's going to be a pleasant visit for you today. Yeah. And I reminded them of what they had gotten from us. And I said, we expect your vote to go this way today. Yeah. And if it don't, then we will notify all the members in the state of South Dakota what you're planning to do. Your phone will ring off the hook, and you will be defeated in the next election. Yeah. And she said, well, that's blackmail. I said, no, that's a promise. Yeah. I said, why on earth would we pay you <laughs> if you're going to vote against us? I said, Absolutely. this vote, you ran on this, you took our money. I said, I'm here today because you're talking about caving. I said, I wouldn't cave. And she There's didn't. not an organization that doesn't do that, Clay. I don't care what Every organization one of them does that. Absolutely. Yeah. I was the enforcer on that. That's what I was. That was part of my. That's one thing they don't ever talk about, and they don't. Not every rep does it. Not every rep gets asked to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I know why I was asked. <laughs> so, All right, Clay, hit some of these comments here. Yeah, we'll hit some of these comments in here. Uh, to go back a ways. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Naomi, feel free to interject anytime yeah, you want. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean this is great. You, you guys know a bunch it? about this, so it's great. Well, <laughs> We have you on here, and I'd, I'd love to hear your take on some of that. <laughs> um, Gene Cox, he says, uh, uh, did that come out of Missoula? Okay, I talked about that one. Yeah, you that oh, one Lynette already. says it was a great debate, Jamie. I'm glad you stood your ground talking about your call. Thanks, Lynette. Fire. appreciate that. He says, I, uh, David Fenny, I knew an old guy that had a false back in his safe, in, in, uh, in a safe after 1994. Imagine that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And Gene Cox pointed out that uh, the 1968 uh, Gun Control Act passed by two votes. That's Guns of America stands firm. I still stand with the NRA, but they need new leadership. And you're right, Vance. We talked about that already here. But uh, I agree. They, they, I think they need some new leadership. I, I think, think Noah should have the NRA. I think he'd be great. There was a coup attempt in the NRA. I'm sure you all heard about it. Chris Cox then was yep. in any good coup. If you lose, guess what? You're going to leave. Yeah. And he was fired. And I Chris like Cox, Cox would have made one heck of an executive yeah. vice president after after uh, yep. Wayne, and that was about a whole lot of things. But uh, some of that's true, some of it isn't. The media blew it out into something it was not. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gene Cox Oswald got a mail order rifle. He absolutely did, and that was what <laughs> part of the 1968 Gun Control Act was all about: not being able to order guns through the mail. Yep, and that worked out well, didn't it? Yeah, you never have mass shootings again, ever. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, LBJ made good money from Vietnam. Good, yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, uh, basically ensured perpetual poverty in, in the Great Society. Yeah, the, the war yep. on poverty. Yeah. I'm sure you read about that in your history books, uh, Naomi. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, what the schools like, but that was the a big, mm. big, huge failure. There's a, big social a there's experience. a popular quote out there of what he said about a certain minority group that I can't say on the air. But oh, LBJ yeah. was. They'll be voting for us for hundred next hundred oh, years. Yeah. And he did say that about the blacks. Oh, he's a, there's a freaking recording of it. You yes. can hear him say it. And oh, yet they still vote. Only, he didn't use the he didn't use the word black. 
No. Yeah, I, I'm guessing so. <laughs> Leon, yeah. if you're if you're listening, go get him. Go get him. <laughs> hey, and yet and yet Clayton, they still vote Democrat. They Democrats love us. They help us. No, they don't. Matt Simon. Right, anyway. uh, the difference between them and us is they will push the envelope to win. We react and play defense. I'm not gonna disagree with that, Matt. Yeah. We play defense way too often. We should always be taking oh, yeah. more offense. I've said that forever. NRA's just as guilty of it. Um I I used to complain about that when I worked there. I think we saw some changes at the state level because I was in control of North and South Dakota. So I did have some say I was not working for ILA though. I was working for the foundation and NRA as a whole. So I didn't get my way all the time, but we did make some progress with that. And now it's went right back to where it was, unfortunately, but Brian's doing a good job. He, he's okay as an ILA guy, but now he's covering like 10 States, nine or 10 States. Hey, so they're Chris, actually going to do is pay us them. a little coin on the legislative session. We floated that to him, didn't we? Uh, Vance puts in here, he goes, NRA has saved us from losing many rights. I support him, but time for Uncle Wayne to retire. And absolutely. It, 100%, Vance, you're 100% right. He says, you know, yeah, now, go ahead. Re- go ahead now. Reg- no, you're good. In regards to Matthew's comment about that, too, in legislation, what a lot of the time what I'm seeing, you know, it's I think a lot of laws are passed in regard to immor- immorality passed in other states. Like, a lot of the, like, transgender laws, like, via, like, the 68th legislation was in reaction to mm-hmm. all of Absolutely. this happening. So I think it's I think it's easier to legislate against immorality than it is to legislate morality. So that's just oh, my two cents. Well, and it's a true. knee-jerk reaction to yeah. something. And got to do something right away. Some of yeah. it is, you know, when you look at the, gotta the, do the 60s please. versus now. Yeah. The Democrats then were just Democrat. They had a different yeah. ideology, but it wasn't yeah. crazy and it wasn't communist for the most part. Yeah. Now, this is about total control and take. I know. Yeah, it's bad. Vance, uh, he says, yeah. Oh, well, he talked about the uh, Matt's got because it started as a legitimate organization. Oh, just ah, now I can't get out of here. What's going that on? Supercomputer ain't working for you, Clay. There you go. There it comes. <laughs> Because it started as a legitimate organization of activists and it became a grift. And there's some legitimacy to that. That There absolutely is, Matt. I'm not saying they're perfect, but I can guarantee you without them, yeah. we'd be screwed right now. Because I know what happened in some of them back rooms. I've been involved with them for a long, long time. You never hear it in the media from anywhere. One thing NRA is bad at, and I've always said that they don't take the credit when they should and they don't no. put it out there. Me and they you've don't talked talk about, about that, their Clay. victories. They don't talk about what they did. They should. They should, and it should be a huge thing, at least with their five-plus million members. Put it out there. Wow. Here's what we accomplished, and, and make a big thing about it. But so they two don't. things, Clayton. Um, it is still a legitimate organization, Matt, because they do still defend their rights. I agree with you. There's probably some grifting going on, but any huge organization like that, I wish it wasn't true, but it, that's, yeah. it happens. Um, I mean – and number two, to go with that, the, the pistol brace ban is what started the whole conversation, which was good because Cody, caught, he, he got in on, on Daryl's mm-hmm. show this afternoon and made a good yep. point. This judge here, Hoffland, Hogland, whatever his name was, Clay, yeah, um, ruled against a pistol brace ban. And the, the, NRA, the NRA filed suit in July against uh, the ATF and the DOJ, and they're part of the case in North Dakota fighting this. Wow. I mean, and District if, Judge Daniel Hovland. Right. And if, if they were illegitimate, you think they'd be fighting for that? You think they'd be up here getting no. involved in court cases like yeah. that? You think they'd be lobbying for our rights up here every time our legislature? No. If they were illegitimate, all they'd be doing is taking your money yeah. and get, getting rid of your rights. And, they're and I can tell you right now, 
everyone thinks the NRA has this endless supply of cash. That's not New. true because they're continually in court. Oh. They're continually going after legislation. They're continually, and they do, guys. They are ILA is the legislative branch, okay, of of the NRA. They are the lobby lobbying part of NRA. So they spend a lot of money along with PVF, which is Political Victory Fund, and they and they got an army of volunteers. Well, volunteers are great. Yeah. I've worked with many of them, but you can't afford to pay enough people that you really need. Yeah. Volunteers sometimes, unless they have the passion for it, like I did. They drop the ball. They yeah. do. And when you got 50 states and not, and everyone thinks the Dakotas are safe, they are not. Absolutely. No state is safe from no. this. From the, whether it's the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, we're seeing yeah. it now. It started with the Second Amendment. Now they're going after Christianity. Now they're going after freedom of speech. They're going after assembly, petition. I mean, they're trying to tell us where we can assemble. Bullshit. You know, you know? and yeah, I, I, NRA guys is the 10,000 pound gorilla in the room in Congress, whether you like it or not. Cody, whether you like it or not, they fight for your rights too, whether they, you are a member or not. And without them, you wouldn't have had your gun shop. You wouldn't have have the guns you're carrying today. You wouldn't have anything because yeah. it'd all be gone because nobody else could do it and nobody was doing it, yeah. especially right. in the 70s, nobody, 80s, and 90s. That's a good point, Clay. Nobody was. Who was doing it no, before? Nobody. That? Nobody. Nobody, nobody was doing it until, it. I don't know. The 90s, probably another organization, maybe even through the 90s. And and like I said, GOA, hey, I like what you guys are doing, but I'm, man, you you don't have any sand in your in your bags, man. Hey, I'm you a member bigger. of Gun Owners of America as well as NRA as well as Second Amendment. I belong to most of them because they're all doing something. They're Second doing Amendment something. Foundation we need all of them, man. Absolutely, is probably the the most active on lawsuits. But I'll tell you this: going back. And to the 1930s and claiming that's the same NRA in the modern day is, is completely ridiculous. So I want to put this comment up. David chimes in. I may not be a large sample of the NRA members, but I do hear often that competitive shooters don't see the NRA lasting much longer because they are, in essence, abandoning competitive shooting. And I can't, I can't tell you what's going on with their competitive shooting part of the NRA. That may be, David. I, I couldn't even. I'm well, probably you, losing donations. You got a bunch of guys well, like Cody who think they're. But I can tell you right now, NRA's revenue don't come from competitive shooters. Sorry, it's not. No, it's not. It's no, not the I mean, biggest part true, of their budget. I didn't even think of that. But uh, the NRA is funded. You're not going to believe this, uh, and I'm sure it hasn't changed since I was there. Most of the donations coming into that organization that it runs on. Hundred dollars or less, and they're pure donations. Wow, that is mm-hmm. the bulk of their, and it's to the NRA. ILA has their own, their own right. structure. You'll love this. This is back I know, seven years old because I had I was privy to that information then. But NRA ILA's donations average fifty bucks. So this is an organization raising millions of dollars every single year on fifty to hundred dollar donations mm-hmm. wow. in the twenty. By the way, it's a $25 membership, even though they raised it to 35 a long time ago. But they ran specials all the time to do yeah. to get 10 bucks off. So just think about what they do do. Yeah. with it, It's the grassroots. It's still the, kind of like Trump. Did yeah. you know that most of his donations in that period uh, of all of his indictments were $200 or less? I'm not surprised. That's, cr- that's, that's why the left don't get yeah. it. They yeah. don't get it because it's us. It's we yeah. the people. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, David, I'll, I'm going to do some looking into that. I still got contacts there. I want to kind of got my curiosity raised about this, about the competitive shooting as to if 
if they're cutting back on that and why. Um, that was always such a – it was a cornerstone of the NRA when at its founding to improve marksmanship. So, yeah. Matt's got another comment here. I want the NRA to regain my support. I do, too. I was too. a long-time member. I and I hope too. that we can. I hope we can. Um, and, Matt, I, I don't know what to tell you. To me, I've always said they've been bad at marketing what they do. That we were no better at friends. But probably the best marketing we ever had in Friends of NRA was when I was in control in Northern South Dakota. We had, what, 23, 24 events scattered yeah, across a lot both of states. Wow. Yep. The last year I was there, we were still doing 750000 gross plus. And uh, basically, I mean, think about the state fund committees, Jamie. We had, you know, two, three, oh, yeah. $400,000 to spend in our state funds after yep. we split with the, with headquarters. Oh. We were raising a lot of money yeah. and spending less. Uh, hey, I was doing hey, about and people didn't even support the NRA would want money from us all the time. All the you guys time. put that sign up there, and somebody would be like, "No, nah, I went in, it still wasn't up there." And you're like, "Man, we gave them guys like five thousand dollars last year." We're like, "Oh no, my nothing gosh. for them." Yeah, but over the even course the of uh, what was it? Over the course of something like ten years, even before me, in that, didn't we give them like a hundred and some thousand for that range over the course of time? And they wouldn't oh even hang gosh. our sign. Yeah, they did not get a grant that next year. I yeah. bet, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. And yeah, I was I mean, the evil one. I was the bad guy. <laughs> well, in the meeting, it was, yeah, me and you and Jesse and Scott and a few others are like, yep. no, no way. Nope. But they blamed me for, the, the organization blamed me because I hated them and this and that, which wasn't true. Just put her sign up. Give us yeah. some recognition. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. So, NRA guys, good or bad, right or wrong, they are the one organization that has been the most effective. I know guys like Cody Shue hate to hear them words. Don't care. I can have that discussion with him all day, but he's going to give me the same answer he gave you yeah. all that whole segment on K-Fire. And I like Cody. And like you said, we're, we're for all friends. We're fine. But uh, yeah. he, he doesn't even know. He wasn't even born when a lot of this stuff was going on. Let's well, just face it. I mean, and he I, don't want to look at – he's got to quit reading blogs. What people what who baffles have me never been is, involved. He's a smart guy, and there's plenty of other mm -hmm. smart. I mean, you can you can state facts to him, but it just doesn't seem to soak in, and I I can't comprehend that. So, and I would hope that everyone that knows me, if I didn't, if I did not think the NRA was a good organization, would I be part of it? Uh, no, I, I wouldn't. I, wouldn't you say that's fair enough, Jamie? That if I was yeah. knowing me, if I really felt the NRA was a bad organization, would I? Oh, be part for of it? sure. For sure, you, you know, yeah, you'd tell them to get. I tell them to get down. bent. I've told yeah. people that over lesser things, but I can tell you, as a whole, they're still the one most effective group, and they're going to continue to be that way, even yeah. in the amount of lawsuits they face. Guys, NRA gets sued on probably as much as Trump. People don't realize that. I mean, you should see there was there was a whole floor when I worked there, on at the top of NRA headquarters of lawyers. That's all they did. Oh my they review God. lawsuits. It. it you don't get it. People just don't get it. They, when you are in the in that yeah, business, you get the it. The NRA people got it. They got it ingrained now, though, Clay. Oh, I it's not going to change until Uncle you hop Wayne on goes. the internet and search it. I, when I yeah. was looking for info, it's all out there. The NRA got yep. a lot of money. They take in a lot of money, but they spend a lot, Matthew. They spend a lot, and a lot of it goes, unfortunately, to litigation. I, you know, and I haven't been there for seven years as an employee, so I can't attest to what's been happening the last seven years. But while I was there, we got to see the numbers. We were privy to all that. I can tell you that 
my two states did great. We were in the black and we did good. But, uh, you know, I, and some not so good. But New, I can tell you, California, New York, Pennsylvania, guys, believe it or not, were always tough states as far as on the NRA and, and issues. And we, they spent a lot of money in them states. Illinois, another one. Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Just think of your who's who of blue states. Yeah. And, and that's where the money goes. Anyway, that's all I got for. Uh, I, I wanted to touch on that. We might yeah, stay we might tuned on to... Friday. We're gonna probably hit a little more of this on Friday morning with Todd, uh, five fifty KFYR. Yeah. Mitchell so here's morning. what I think we're gonna do on Todd's show for sure, Clay. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna talk about this uh, ammunition background check law in New York. Hey, quick, I, mean, I got to throw this in here. Yeah, go. Doug for it. just pointed out something. You are absolutely right, Doug. NRA isn't even in the top. 20 of PACs, political action committees, for revenue. And they haven't been, ever. Ever. Yeah. I, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. NRA is outspent massively. Oh, 100 to 1. Easy. Massively. Mike Bloomberg himself outspends the NRA. Yeah, he does. He, in fact, he did in 2016. He spent more money on candidates than the entire NRA ILA in that election. Oh, yep. my gosh. By yep. himself. Trump, I think in 2016, that might have been the most money that NRA ever spent on a president. <laughs> I think Trump. you're right. Because wow. it was that important. Right. And it, yeah, I mean, their coffers got, you know, depleted. And then, then all the stuff came out. Whether it's true or not, I still can't confirm that. Well, but I explained the suit. I explained those suit things to you when that happened how many years ago. Yeah. But yeah. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right, Clay. Should we, uh, should we, should we do. We're getting well, coming up on I think two we're ready. Hours. I think we're ready for a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, okay, here we go. <laughs> Never gets old watching. Oh my gosh. Get... <laughs> That's your first time, ain't it? Wow. <laughs> she likes that one. That's a good one, right? That's Clay, Clay found that one. Oh, Love it. I put that one together for him. <laughs> All right, so. This was kind of a longer one. I'm going to cut it down here. I think I'm going to cut it down. Anyways, we'll see how this goes. Uh, an early morning home invasion in West Melbourne, Florida, didn't turn out the way the suspects were hoping. In fact, their unwanted incursion into an armed citizen's apartment ended with multiple suspects shot, while those who had every right to be in the apartment emerged unscathed. The incident unfolded early Sunday morning at the reserves of Melbourne apartment complex. Police were called out just before 3 a.m. on a report of shots fired in an apartment in the complex. When they arrived on the scene, they quickly learned that those shot had all been fired in self-defense. Officers learned that multiple, possibly armed subjects had forcibly entered the apartment. According to police, one suspect had a gun. The apartment's resident, armed with their own firearm, shot multiple times and struck two of the subjects. One was transported to Holmes Regional Medical Center where they were pronounced dead. The second, who was shot, also went to the hospital. They're currently being treated. And it goes on to say it was a legitimate self-defense shooting, a happy ending. You'd break into somebody's apartment and get your ass shot, and if you die, that's a happy ending to me. That's You'd still be alive and breathing and having fun if you just wouldn't have kicked that door in with your own gun looking for yep. trouble. If you weren't a criminal. <laughs> As Rush used to say, 
They have assumed room temperature. <laughs> yes, he did. He said that quite <laughs> so, a bit. <laughs> Love it. All Love right. It. So uh, why don't you give us the lowdown here for uh, for for Todd's? We talked a little bit about. Yeah. It. So yeah, Friday, Todd Mitchell, Mitchell in the morning, KFYR five fifty a.m. radio. Where Clay and I are on there every Friday, seven forty a.m. Mountain Time, eight forty a.m. Central Time. And like I said, for sure, we're going to be hitting on this New York law that just passed. The background checks and all the, the you're not going to believe the stuff you have to go through on these background mm. checks in this New York thing. Yeah, and, and uh, I was going to hit a little bit, of, but we'll we'll do these. We'll use that for Friday, I think. Yeah, yeah, we got a couple other. T- I don't know. We were going to do some more NRA stuff, Clay, but yeah, I don't. I think we I think we hammered we that pretty good. It. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and uh, hey. Um, Never look. Sounds like I'm gonna go shooting Sunday with you, Naomi. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That's it's gonna be a lot of fun. Wish yeah. I could join you guys, but have a great time. I want I want video. So Naomi, yeah, um, who, who's your guest? Co- you got a guest coming, and and she's yeah. speaking at a church here or something. For yep. you. Why don't you let everybody know about that? Yeah. So we're having Riley Gaines come up um, this Sunday at ten o'clock. She'll be speaking at the church. Um, and if, for those of you that don't know her, know her, she's an NCAA champion. She's a swimmer, and she was forced to swim against a trans female, so a guy. She was forced to swim yeah, against he's a guy. A dude, big dude too. I know, I know. And at at the end, after they tied to the hundredth of a second, they ended up giving the trophy to the guy because the company needed like diversity photos or something. <laughs> So it was just really weird. And another weird thing, too, is like in the facility, they changed the locker room without telling any any of the girls. They changed it to a co-ed locker room. So oh literally God. anyone could have come in and like just. Oh. Yeah. So it's just really weird. And they didn't tell anyone. So she's going to be here. And we've already gotten a lot of protests from it. Like the church oh, really? involved in politics. What? You guys are just a bunch of bigots. And I'm just like, oh, are wow. you kidding? Here? In Bismarck, North Dakota. Yeah. Yep. Wow. I know. Wow. What is wow. wrong with people? I don't know. You'd think more women would be standing up for this kind of stuff because it's a f- infringing upon women's rights. But for some yeah. reason, they don't, can't yeah. even define what a woman is. So, uh, wow. Well, I can tell you just by if they stood next to each other, I can tell that Riley's definitely a woman, and I can't think of this other <laughs> geek's name. I'm whatever. I shouldn't even say yeah. he was a failed male mm-hmm. swimmer. Yep. Big dude. I mean, he. Yeah. There uh, <clears throat> is yeah. it up there. No, I don't have it up there. Guns and Seven would like to share their screen. So it said, "There you there go." There she is, right there. There you go, and <laughs> and and uh, Naomi's uh, name of her, of her podcast there. Yeah, Constitution. Oh, you're having her on even. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Awesome. I just and grab what that time off is your of your podcast? Facebook. What was that? Go ahead, Clayton. Oh yeah, what time's your podcast? So it's not going to be, it's not live. We record oh, and then okay. we edit it. So it'll probably be out a gotcha. couple days after. So where can everybody find your podcast at? Yeah. So we're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and then YouTube. It's at Constitutional Chafee. Um, but then I have a website too that has all of it, which is constitutionalchafee.com. So oh. there's a lot of platforms. So if you just look, look up Constitutional Chafee, I'm sure you'll find one of them. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Oh, but there's tons of platforms out there. And if you um, like, we uh, upload all of them. Of course, our favorites, iHeartRadio. Yeah. FYR, so. Yeah. Yeah, we got, yeah, Vance Bishop, Riley Rocks, going to be breezy. I think we're going to just shoot indoor, it looks like, Dave. Probably yeah, some hang probably. We're, we're talking about prairie dogs, but it looks like it's going to be muddy, so. Yeah. Crocodile Dundee knew what? What did Gene put up there? That's a Sheila. Remember when he, <laughs> it's a Sheila. I was a Sheila. What is going on with this tonight? 
Do I got to pull mine up here, Clay? I have to. I don't know. I'm not. All right, here we go. Go ahead and hit it. Gene Cox. Gene Cox. Uh, oh, I'm going there, the wrong I got way. it. I got All it. Right. Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee knew how to tell. Yeah, you know that every... movie, Naomi? I, no, what is that? What? <laughs> oh my gosh, for real? <laughs> oh my goodness, that's I some non-PC good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you got to watch Crocodile Dundee now too. All right, I'll add it to the list of. And there's a second movies. movie too, but yeah, I think the first one. Yeah, he's a, he's flirting with the quote girl in the in the bar. And uh, then they try to tell her, tell him that he's a dude, and well, of course he goes over there and uh, checks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to explain the rest. That's not a Sheila. That's not a Sheila. That's a that's a man. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Oh yeah. So anyway, all right. That's Crocodile Dundee. So yeah. So you can find uh, right, uh, Riley. I'm looking at. I'm now, now I'm thinking, looking at her picture there, oh. but. Uh, <laughs> Now, always... hey, uh, another quick announcement. David says they have the North Dakota mid-range state shoot on Saturday. Oh. He's going to attempt to defend his title. That's great. David yeah. won that last year, so good luck to you, my friend. Mm-hmm. I hope you do that. David Fetting, there are 1760 sports, guys. All your FFL you teams, right? State champ. Oh. Ran into him up at the, the Cloverdale store up there. Had a good talk with Did him. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> good stuff up there. Oh, yeah, that's that's meat. How could it be bad? Yeah, it's a store so, of meat. Yeah. So Naomi, when you get it, I will we'll just hang on. We we go out here. We'll talk yeah. about it. But all right, Clayton, should we should we end Let's, it? We, we yep. set a record last week, and now I think we we beat it again, boy. Yeah. So just a quick hey, man, uh, quick reminder. I appreciate that. Yeah. Friday, KFYR, five fifty a.m. radio. We be at seven forty a.m. Mountain Time, eight forty Central Time. Of course, we're going to talk a little bit more about. New York's ammo registration and background checks, some other things, and of course, plug the show. We might probably going to do a poll next week, ain't we? Probably yeah, we are. Back. Yep, yep. And then, of course, Wednesday nights live every single Wednesday, six o'clock p.m. Mountain Time, seven o'clock Central Time. Uh, we used to be about an hour, but we're going pretty much yeah. two hours anymore. <laughs> next week, um, yeah. Next yeah. week, Clay and I will be solo. The week after that, sounds like we're going to have Scott Bachmeyer on from Dakota Prairie Outdoors yeah. unless something changes. But right before antelope season, Scott's going to be doing some antelope hunting. Clay and I are not. And, yeah, we do not have tags that was closed in our area. So, yeah, we won't be hunting any antelope. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have another gal on. I, I've been talking a little bit with her. We'll see if we can get a date oh, that's knocked right. down. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And uh, that Hopefully has to do with she's the border. Got going, huh? Yeah. That lives in New Mexico. She's fighting oh. the border battle every day because their land's right against the Mexican border. Right. Not good. And there's going to be a, a deal coming up on October 21st. So we'll start plugging that a little bit. That's going to take place in Dickinson, North Dakota, being put on by the District 9. Farm Bureau. She spoke in Bismarck at the Farm Bureau uh, Young Farmer Rancher Convention here last last November. I'm telling you guys, it's worth going and seeing and seeing what she has to say. This is insane what's going on. And the Second Amendment don't apply down there because if you shoot one of them, they'll shoot you, they'll shoot your kids, your grandkids, your family. The, the cartels come after you. So I mean, shooting would be easy compared to what the cartel do to a lot absolutely. of people. Absolutely. Anything so, these guys do, it's, it's brutal. It's It's horrible. It really is. Well, Naomi, I think you got anything else you want to, what's, what's your website again? Go ahead. And it's put that just constitutionalchafee.com. There you go. Pretty easy. Constitutionalchafee.com. Check it out. She's got a Facebook page under the same name. Some great stuff. I hope to have you have you on again. This was a great conversation. Yeah, thanks. We, we, we probably didn't awesome. let you talk enough. But. Yeah, Clay and I are well, pretty. You guys windy, were so. going off on NRA stuff. It was great. It was great. <laughs> we we get that way. We get that way sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... appreciate you coming on. Hopefully, uh, yeah, 
I would. I hope I could do some shooting with you guys too. I'd love yeah. to get you out on a handgun range, even and, and just hang in there till after the show yeah. here. Yeah, hang yeah. in here with us, and we'll talk a little bit, guys. Constitutional Chafee, check her out at her website, constitutionalchafee.com, or hit her up on Fascist Book, Constitutional yep. Chafee. <laughs> Till then, guys. I guess we will see you guys next week. Listen in Friday morning again, KFYR Mitchell in the morning, seven forty a.m. Mount. And guys, a little quick announcement. It sounds like after we get through the baseball season. Jamie and I are going to be on there at least for another four, for 45 minutes. Starting at 8.15. 8.15 every morning. Probably the week before deer season is going to start if I had to take a guess. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, guys. Well, with that, we're going to call it an evening. Thanks for sticking in there. We had a great – actually had a great audience uh, tonight yeah, looking at the yeah. counter. Hey, you're a good Keep your powder dry, everybody, and we'll see you next week. You Thanks. bet. See you guys.